I said good morning. That's better. I've been in too many adult spaces where the coordinator is fucking doing that. Oh, bro. Like not even even just work related, like organizational spaces. And they're just like doing this like, hello. Weren't people excited about that? <laughs> it's like, new, I'm uh, tired. Yeah. I feel like that shit, it, it activates like some Winter Soldier shit in like, in adults' <laughs> minds now. Uh, you're just like, I said good morning. Yeah. I have to kill the president. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like some wild shit. Wasn't it a spokesperson for the White House that did that? There, she was also like, and everybody on Twitter was just like, I remember yes. that. Oh my God. Yes. Like, you know, like, nice. clap, clap, clap Control the room, queen. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. I think she was like, yeah, yeah. good morning. And the press just attention. didn't say, she's like, yeah. I said good morning. And, oh, yeah. I, I think I vaguely remember yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. We're all adults. <laughs> Entitlement yeah. is crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we should be saying. <laughs> if no one responds, Come on, yeah. move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If no one responds, move on. <laughs> yeah. People so you told guys you. Don't know. Graduate. Okay. Gosh. How they feel? <laughs> Anyways, nice. tell us about Amsterdam. <laughs> Brian Wolf, creative director and designer. <laughs> Tell us about you, welcome to the tour you, of Amsterdam. How do you how do you describe yourself? Do you describe yourself as a Are you I a dammer? I hate this question so much. Oh, like, yeah. director, I do too. I do too. I mean, how do other people whatever, describe you? How about that? Yeah, creative director, I guess. I mean, mm. whatever the job wants to call me, to be honest. is <laughs> right. usually yeah. what I go for. Yeah. Um, yeah, creative person, human. Uh, From the from, the, from the Netherlands, from Amsterdam. Yeah. Well, from nearby Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. While, I, while I lived in New York, I usually described it as the New Jersey of Amsterdam. That was like <laughs> an actual, that's kind of how my hometown is mm-hmm. thought about in the Netherlands. What's that yeah. accent like? What's that accent in like? <laughs> so they're just going like, oh. <laughs> They're going like, they're doing the running man. <laughs> is there an accent difference in the Netherlands? Like There is, the... but it's not that mm-hmm. big. I mean. Oh, okay. I don't know. Probably there is. I don't know shit about. Yeah. There is like there's I was like laughing today because I'm like, what if I went came on here was just like so pot like you can just like, be, <laughs> <laughs> like the most American questions yeah, yeah, like yeah, right, right. you can what you about can the fuck fascia? you can yeah. pay for it out there right? Yeah. Yeah. What's weed? Yeah. Yeah. So you so you, <laughs> so you buy mushrooms yeah. in a store? How's yeah. that? What's that like? So, so you, you get know, a blowjob? Uh, sorry, lunch. coffee shop. Yeah. <laughs> Red light district, am I right? Ludicrous, yeah. am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wasn't that a whole album? Or we in the red, red light district. <laughs> wow. Or was it a song or a single? Or? I think it's like a refrain, just a common refrain. <laughs> I threw like, we in the red light district. And disturbing the peace, sis. Not an illusion. This, no, we run in the streets. I, I just know there's me. mad people riding bikes. That like, is, this leads yeah. me to on like a thing. Drinking, yeah, which you, know, you hate. Pedaling, oh, that. Yeah. Which yeah, you yeah, hate. This <laughs> leads me to a good question, though. Like, what was it like growing up in Amsterdam and then seeing that as the sole depic- depiction of Amsterdam in like U.S. media, like entertainment? Oh, you just like, yeah, you. It's so ridiculous. You're just like, that's, yeah, obviously not true. I don't know. You don't really think about it okay. much. Yeah. Yeah. It's not so, true what we saw on the, in the, in the movie. Rick Steve's the tour of Amsterdam didn't but cover it's it all? even more like weed and like coming to New York and like I knew more stoners here than I did back home. Like nobody really smokes weed 
back home. Yeah. And then, like Americans are happier. <laughs> but I don't know. It's a weird thing. I work in the fucking tourism. <laughs> it's a little bit like Denver. I've I've been there a couple times in the past year. Everybody there is just from the south. Mm. They're all mm. just southerners who are like, it's weird. it's legal, it's legal, amigo. I gotta go. And I feel like everybody who's like a native person yeah from it's Denver, just like you do it when you're 14 because it's because it is legal and easily available and then you're like okay yeah i don't know it's not really for me and then I don't know, yeah we'll interesting on. the criminality of it almost draws one to the substance hmm. curious hmm. war on drugs <laughs> i'm gonna think about i'm gonna rethink the war on drugs now <laughs> now yeah 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 <laughs> right now yeah. yeah in this moment right now um damn and so there's just not you know open air heroin usage constantly everywhere there is not. There is like in wow. in the red light district. There is signs of like there will be signs of like white like watch out for white heroin. Like there will be like mm. weird seasons where I guess there will be like they know that something's happening or warn tourists of certain things because yeah. there is more stuff happening there. But you yeah, do have, you do have to watch out for the white heroin. It's a little more prejudice. Yeah, I feel like know? that's the modern day myth. Like, <laughs> watch out for the white heroin. <laughs> 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 sounds like a, sounds like a Marvel. The tale of the, yeah. white the white heroin. One day a village was. Visited by a white heroine. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was happy taking regular heroin. <laughs> showed up. Wow. The, the white Sounds heroine, nice. It foretells yeah, death. And there's like a pretty big uh, design cultural history. Uh, there is, in I the guess. In the Netherlands, yeah, yeah, yeah. correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah, there is. And they're trying to like lean into a new, they they're just released a book called The New Style, trying to like kind of copy that into like <laughs> there's there's still cool design happening like mm. it's not just history mm. we're still doing mm. it but it's not it's not that gotcha yeah. right yeah not it's not just enough. the past guys we're killing <laughs> yeah. it now yeah. Yeah. that's funny as fuck <laughs> like are they designing like a cool mcdonald's he looked at me like yeah that's yeah, nice that's yeah. Yeah. yeah we have a future i feel like your mcdonald's have those egg chairs from men in black <laughs> <laughs> That's what everyone's eating McNuggets in. Oh God! Yeah. Ricky's it's just gonna get that HD Blu-ray yeah, right. in the air right now. Like... Will Smith joining the feds. <laughs> just like what are those? What are those like lounge pits? I feel like that's what a McDonald's like has in the Netherlands. Yeah. 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 Like it was somebody. Yeah. It's a Victorian bedroom from yeah. 2001. Is every McDonald's? Right. Is somebody from the Yeah. And it's somebody... serves beer. <laughs> right. oh, yeah, Is that the Pulp Fiction thing? That he's like. And they serve beer in Amsterdam. Yeah. Oh, not McDonald's. oh yeah. Wow. yeah. It's a quarter pound. It's called a Royale with cheese. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Well, <laughs> like, tell me more. Well, do you do you feel like there's something about growing up in Amsterdam that sort of puts you down a design track or pathway? Or was it just, no. when you think about it, it's just, oh, no, this is my personal. Was it just. Yeah, in... it wasn't pushed in high school at all, to be honest. Like, it's, okay. it's very yeah. similar, I think, to most, like, global north high schools where it's like there's not that many career paths spelled out for you and design mm -hmm. wasn't necessarily like very clear yeah at all to be honest no you just saw that video that was which jedi council chair is the most comfortable and that was it yeah <laughs> yeah ideally i want to live in a world where we all sit in the yoda chair and we all float around <laughs> kind of like wally actually mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's what i'm prefiguring <laughs> no do you remember the moment where you were like design this is like this is a this is a thread I want to go further down and explore? I was just like know? I really hated high school at some mm -hmm. point yeah. and just knew I wanted to be into something in in college mm -hmm. and started way too early like I was like I need to find something that I like. Mm -hmm. I knew I like 
drawing. My great grandfather was like an architect, so that was in the back of my mind of like, mm -hmm. oh, I guess that's visual and creative. And then just sort of went down the path of like, maybe architecture, nope, too technical. Like, I don't mm -hmm. like making stuff with my hands, mm -hmm. that's off. Yeah. Like industrial design, oh, you still have to build models, that's not for me. And then, oh, graphic design, oh, that's maybe more the thing. And then there was actually an art school that had graphic design and advertising as a as a like major. And, mm -hmm. and then I was like, what's the difference? Because the graduate work looked the same. Right. And this guy, in hindsight, a douche, but like at the moment, I was like, oh, that sounds sick. He was like, the graphic design department designed the poster. The advertising department came up with the idea for the poster. And I was like, oh, great. Then I don't need any design skills. <laughs> 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 Hell yeah. Um, yeah, so I went down that path basically yeah that's yeah. interesting yeah when i man oh go ahead no 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 please go. I, I, <laughs> I, every look james every, every time i think <laughs> every time I, I hear the phrase creative di director i just like have flashbacks to being a carpenter <laughs> just like were they the this, enemy in that situation they were the very much the enemy yeah. it's a hierarchy yeah. well it's yeah. it's a hierarchy and it's like people be I just have the refrain in my head of just like, yeah, what you're asking us to do is literally impossible. And they're like, no, try it. Try it. Yeah. Just try it. There's no, <laughs> no, you know, like, creativity <laughs> is all about yes <laughs> and. <laughs> Put on the positive hat. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I need to be surrounded by people that just try. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I wanted to, I felt the urge to kind of like share my, like how I relate to design because I think it's, yeah. I don't know. I, and also like, just as a segue into how we mm. connected too. But yeah. like when I think of um, design, I, I think about how I was just a visual kid mm. in general. I was like drawing and illustrating from the time I was like really, really little. So it didn't become like, like design didn't become design until I, I, I remember this like it was yesterday. I was in eighth grade and I was sitting next to this kid named Joshua Davis and he had his notebook open and he was drawing the star bolt logo for a bathing ape in his notebook and i looked over and i was like in my head i was like that is so fucking sick like it was like my version of the superman image i thought it was yeah. gonna be the s, the s. no not the yeah. s yeah. No, the, that but was that was like me. that was it hit me like that though yeah. i was like god damn what the fuck and i was like what is that and he was like it's bape and i was like what and he's like you don't know bape <laughs> like you don't know it was like this moment where he was like Pfft. yeah we're never okay <laughs> and i'm like 13 like we're like 13 14 years old and then i just went and i like googled it and it just opened up open opened me up to the world of japanese streetwear right. and then that's when like i can first remember like design becoming a thing in my mind and then throughout high school i started making music and then i was taking like these digital art classes so I was learning how to use Photoshop for the first time. And and so I started doing graphic design in high school. And then the short of the evolution from there is I'm doing like logos, uh, album artwork for myself, for other people. And then it's sort of like the last time I did like design work for like another person was when I was working for Pusha T in uh yeah. 2017 <laughs> but it was like for one of his artists that he was trying to get when he was doing the mcdonald's <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Was, it was before the before that it was Obvious. actually it was actually during the drake beef like rap back and oh forth. really wow. that's when i was like 
doing work for him. He's like, Z, can you design a baby <laughs> and put it on the Toronto needle? And, and I'm not. I, I'm not gonna get. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, gonna, what memes was? I feel like he was just like a boomer with like trying to get you to like Drake make memes. Doing no, no, no. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go too deep into this. <laughs> Z tracked down the blackface picture of Drake. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There wow. is. I do hold secrets for sure. <laughs> oh, I'm not I joking. I do hold. I do have secrets. But the one thing I will say is, he's he was like an auntie, like a black auntie. That's kind of how he talked, like in yeah. meetings and calls. It was sort of like, and like an academic. I have like black aunties that are academics, and it's like a very specific sort of like. And no, no, no. I was, I was wondering if why don't we? It's like that sort of, <laughs> that sort of cadence. And just to clarify, I was doing like creative direction and like artist development for one of his artists. It wasn't for him directly, right? So I was just making like mad logos, like designing, you know, chains. But I was also writing treatments for like music videos and doing styling stuff. And I worked in in fashion uh, as well, just retail fashion. But um, she was like, "You're gonna wear a lot of hats in this role." <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what he was like. <laughs> I wish I, I, I part of me wants to like share concrete anecdotes, but I'll save that for when the cameras are off. The real question like, is, what would happen if you did? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we can we connected through some of my other work um and on the design tip i don't know if you you knew that i was like a design no. person i mean it was um, obviously like the stuff you were involved in had a certain level of design right so it's like okay but you don't it's being know. appreciated within the someone pro- you know, in, yeah. involved is <laughs> yeah. like has an eye for you this you never know outside like is it one person doing all this is right it, you right know, right you never know it's um but then yeah. yeah in the context of like the this this project for like an interactive web experience which probably is going to be used for spark and some yeah. of the stuff we're we're working on that's mm-hmm. sort of where we we met and connected and got to have just dialogue about the shit we talk about on this show mm. all the time but like right. also specific i feel like design world mm. weird tech world specific dynamics that i hope we can like yeah, <laughs> talk yeah. about here. Uh, here yeah i feel like we've, the- we've we've been on the edge of it at times and like mm. i'm thinking of the praxis society thing for oh my God. for some reason yeah. because oh yeah there was like you know some very intentional des- design behind it and yeah there's just a very i don't know what how you would describe it but it's just like inter- intersection of like Design, well, like design music getting, fashion technology yeah. there's like this there is this subculture that's almost there isn't a name for it but that's existed for years and that we've we sort of like interface with here and there but now it's not right. a subculture that's the weird thing is that now yeah, it's, it's not getting like it's not now yeah. it's just being it's everywhere and you can't really trust that anymore like it used to be a sign of like something cool right like, oh there's this aesthetic and i can't really put my finger on it but now there's like project project like praxis even though it's not maybe the coolest aesthetic but also like earth is this other project and yeah, we I like I it, like yeah. the I like I like how it looks like literally yeah. the type right. of typography everything is like cool, but yeah, it's not a sign of anything, you know. Like, right? Do you mind maybe pulling that up because I have no context for 
Earth. The Project he Praxis? Because we Praxis, I know yeah. we, we talked about Earth, Earth specifically. I think it's Earth.net. Okay. Or Earth. Up, I don't know what it is. Actually. It's not. It's definitely not .net. Somebody. <laughs> no, no, they, no. That's crazy. That's what's the crazy Earth. 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 No one had taken that. <laughs> Maybe. Earth.net. Do you remember just googling Earth.co w- or something? Do you remember just typing in www.anything.com uh, and seeing what came up like before yeah, Google? Scary. Really? That's like, yeah, that's how I used yeah, to. Yeah, you used to be like www.coolkidsfun.com. Oh, no, they did. They did yeah, get yeah. Earth.net, so they got wow. money. <laughs> oh yeah. wow! I was so excited when Pokemon.nl worked. Oh yeah! Oh, when wow. I was that age, like, and there was no Google. Yeah, this is. <laughs> like, I was like, okay. Okay, yeah, this is crazy. We meet at the crossroads. Yeah, we had a whole text conversation yeah. about this shit. Right I have a lot here. of feelings about this. That it's annoying because it's it's tied to the Praxis Society conversation. There's all yes. these like quote unquote world building efforts that are starting up. Community right. building. Yeah, they're using the yeah. same exact rhetoric. They're yes. get, if anything, they're getting closer in on the the kind of terms. Oh no, this using. makes plenty of sense. Fractal pluralities, <laughs> fragment <laughs> world orders. <laughs> As internet scale yeah. cooperatives ant- amputate okay. invisible hands. Right, that makes right. sense yeah. to okay. me. Okay, yeah. on the on not on the accessibility piece, obviously, <laughs> but perfect like perfect sense. Governmental institutions are remodeled as serotonin reuptake fulfillment. The West is ending. The East is rising. We meet at the crossroads. Welcome to Ultra History. For real this time. A new hysterical sublime. The age after money. Like you're not Kojima, you don't have the swag like, to bro, say no, weird shit. Like this that. is the real well, end game. But be honest with yourself. <laughs> what do you really want to stop time? To re- who like, approved? There was no bro, democratic process in no, approving no, this no. copy here because this if it is- was, I'm terrified. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the group, the mind hive that came up with this. Do you yeah. think this makes too much sense? I, I don't know. Yeah, it's a little we, too straightforward. I think we should dial it back just a little bit. <laughs> or take your chances and build it anew. <laughs> I could I could uh and so Say this so is, much just whoever works that. at this is like at at you know, like a fucking holiday dinner trying to explain what they do and they're like we I'm try to rewind time. It's hard to explain. Okay, Invisible first, hands? Okay, you know first, that? Of all, first of all, it's all look, look, in look, look, if you're If you're into building cooperative economies, send us a message. Yeah. Woo! The closest they have to an actual project is basically like a cooperative housing thing where you buy a house with crypto through them and then somehow are part of like a house Red swap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you need to know. Crypto is fucking a pyramid scheme at this point. Like, anyone not getting fucked by crypto is just lucky or doing it right. I don't know. You give us your doge, we give you a house. That's how yeah. it works. This is how it works. What we talking to that was like, like NFTs only exist because you needed something to buy with crypto. Like, that was that was the only reason they exist. Who was telling me that? Or was I mean, a TikTok? you could. I don't you know. Could, I was a TikTok. <laughs> you can broaden it out even further than that, and just say that there's a sector of finance capital that needed, a, or wa- rather, wanted a new realm to play and generate fiat currency in to launder money. Mm. I mean, but because it's like. <clears throat> No, it's just like competing with the the logic of the state, but they're trying to do it on their own terms with their own fiat. I mean, it's, yeah. it's the same. It's the same. same dynamics, and, right. and it's the same, same people game. with lots of money too. Right. You know, they're just yeah. I mean, that's. I think that's the biggest promise of crypto is like now a new group could be on top. 
Yeah, right. it's still about the time. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, still it's still the same. Same. for all yeah. competition, but <laughs> right. yeah. resetting the clock. Right. Yeah. No, it's exciting because this group never was on top before, so now they can be on top, yeah. and then yeah. somebody else can be on the bottom. Be early yeah. to the new pyramid. It's coming. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, literally. That's yes. it. In a phrase. Really yeah. 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 It's coming. It's a new world order, and it yeah. starts with Greg. And we call that Earth 2, and we just launched it. Yeah. <laughs> Their dream is like for the regular economy to just completely tank and like Bitcoin to be yeah. the yeah. only thing that. They just want Bitcoin to be as worth as much as it is. It's not yeah. about freedom. They want a million little pyramids bumping up against each other instead mm-hmm. of one big one. Yeah, man. Crazy. Fucked up. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. It's like decentralization is used in a million and one different ways, right? <clears throat> so it's it's hard to use even just use the word now. Yeah. It's sort of like saying socialism or something. It's like I have no idea what you mean by that. Right. Yeah. Um but a part of it is like the moving on the the ethos of the the oxymoron of anarcho capitalism. Like there, there's this there's this sense of like, you know, it's like the 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 we need to break up the big banks. You know, like we need to break up we need to break up the monopoly, mm-hmm. and we need to create a a, a world system where <laughs> we can still have monopolies, but they're just like yeah, you know, we can still hands. have hierarchies and centralization, but it's. You know, it's not as concentrated with them. It's I just, I just, I just want to extrapolate the logic of my nuclear family out into the entire world. That's what I want to do. They're just like we need to get rid of monopolies, even though that's the point of this system. Mm. Is to, Fiat. That's yeah, you're, yeah. you're winning if you get yeah. a monopoly. They just want to reset. So Ticketmaster. Get, get on the ground floor. Day's coming. I mean, even like some of what I, it's like even me just joking. It's like inherent. There's like inherent contradictions in it because that's the way that they, they they're conceiving of like what crypto is going to do it's like oh it 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 levels the playing field and it's like first of all people don't even know how to fucking you ever try and use metamask it's like it's insane you expect oh, most you know what that poor is. and working class people to just you know figure out the people struggle with fucking two-factor all yeah often, you, like you think <laughs> It's like the easiest way to know like, fuck. My entire life savings. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have the email yeah. for it. My, my grandma literally called me last <laughs> night because her flashlight was on her phone, like was on, on her phone. And she's wow. like, I don't know how to turn it off. And yeah, right. we're, yeah. we're going to revolutionize. Like, hey, could you help me log into the MetaMax from my BitTor- <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> from my Bitwarden account? I was account, buying right? opium on tour and then my flashlight <laughs> came on. I don't know. Yeah, and I've, I've never, for the record, I've never been like the type of person that denies the sort of like operational potential with like blockchain or you know you know smart contracts or whatever but it's like and there's obviously there's there's new technologies and development that aren't don't have this impact on the environment and and so on and so forth like proof of stake and versus proof of yeah, you. It's a whole conversation. I mean, like you said before, yeah. it's like saying socialism. We're saying crypto. It's just like there's right. too big of a catch-all and has too much baggage yeah. to really, you know. But it, then there's it, that thing, the thing where they're where it's they conf, they conflate the technology with yes, that's the, the changing of the system yeah. or the changing of the whatever. And mm-hmm. you see things like Earth, where it's like you're, it's not even a radical application of what you're just trying to get. That it's like. Let's get that in. Praxis Society was at least bold enough to say this is about statecraft right. under yeah, crypto. Right. I mean, they <laughs> they started their pa- the first words on their page were free market communism. Yeah, some of the like, yeah. yeah no, right. Does that even market mean? communism? <clears throat> 
free market communist. <laughs> I don't know what the fu- I don't know what that means. To give, yeah. I mean, the one thing I'll say, and to give a little bit of context, is like Earth is somehow related as like a art project. I mean, it doesn't excuse right. it at all, but it's sort of like playing, trying to play it as like no, but we're you know we're we're purposely vague to try right. to, but it's just like it doesn't help because you're, you know, it's this art. Like I think it's I forget the artist's name because I'm horrible with names, but like basically they had a previous art project that was a startup. And it's sort of like, is it a real startup or is it just an art project that makes it interesting? Uh, and now this is like the next step of it. And it doesn't make it more interesting just because you're doing it semi-real. It just like sort of like now you're, and you're fooling people because you're not actually doing anything. Like you're not admitting that you're doing statecraft or something that you believe in. You're just kind of like playing with all these yeah. like symbols and elements. Right, and right. You're not really adding anything yeah. to yeah, the world. Yeah, we, we like to keep things intentionally vague just so we can kind of, you know, we can pivot once we have uh, public support. A lot yeah. like a hero. So we can hedge our bets a and kind of like go a, with whatever becomes yeah. the dominant thing. A lot, a lot <laughs> like a hero of ours, Mr. Alfred Masuli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alfred Masuli and Craig Alfred Hitler. The Masuli. dictator's fault. Yeah. Yeah. It's, no, it's just, you know, it's a darn shame. You know, I I have a, I really, what happened I to the American really had a dollar, lot of hope for Earth. Right? What happened to gold? Right? No. I'm I'm curious. What happened to gold? <laughs> yeah. I'm curious, like who? I don't know. I don't even uh, this question. Like even saying like design design world, I don't know what that necessarily means. But people at the intersection of design and technology and whatever, I'm curious, like what your experience has been in terms of like the hype and like of what two years ago with blockchain and crypt you know mm. crypto and whatever and sort of like where people's especially with the the whole nft thing because that's in design i remember it was like people there were people who were like oh this is a come up and then there are people who were like this is the future mm, right. and it was like split down the middle <laughs> for me i felt like where people were like, oh, no, it's just a way for me to make a lot of money really mm, fast. Yeah. And then the other people were like, oh, I think this is this is just going to, you know, this is going to change. This has radical implications for right, like right. visual, you know, you know, people who create through different visual mediums or whatever. Right. It might still. I don't know. I mean, I think taking a step away from crypto, it's like this intersection of tech and design and the commercial world and some of these ideas that even are in this weird write up. It's like. I don't know, that's been one of the tougher things of like trying to separate the two of like working mm-hmm. on some projects just for rent and trying to engage with these topics and then how much these topics are starting to interfere with those jobs <laughs> where like brands are starting to talk about, you know, using these terms and sort of right. like, no, we're interested in like these things and you know that they're not, but then you have to kind of like, that. that's really impossible. Like I'd rather make a dumb toilet commercial because then at least it doesn't have to pretend to be about community or something, right. you know? Right. Thank but you for bringing that up. That, yeah. like, that sort of schizophrenia is, like, full on happening right now. Like, all oh, the yeah, big yeah, brands yeah, are yeah, yeah, yeah. tapping into this stuff, and it makes it really confusing. Oh also God. because then once you do bring it up, like, on these kind of forums where it's genuine, there's other people that get confused about, oh, but that's the same as what Nike's talking about, right? Or, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it, right. it gets, yeah. it makes it, re- yeah, I don't know. That's really a dark thing, I think, of the last few years. And Yeah, like, our brand's going to just be full-on socialist in the future. Or talk, at least, like it. Right. Or, and then make yeah. it harder <clears throat> to talk about real socialism. Wait, you, yeah. said, you said it's going to be what? Like, brands are going to be, like... Full-on socialist, you said? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's, like, I see these, like, Ivy League sort of, like... 
people, whether it's on the creative direction side or they're like they're just behind these campaigns and they ha- they legitimately have like a cognitive dissonance where they're like, mm. oh, yeah. like this is my work. And so I want to express myself through the work. And it's like you're expressing yourself through a contract with a mega corporation that yeah. does not yeah. give a fuck about any of the values that you're trying to communicate through the through the channel. So there's like so it's, I'm saying that to say there's I feel like there's a lot of. In brilliant people in the design <clears throat> world and they have like really good mm. values as an individual person mm. but it's it's completely removed from any sort of practice so it ends up just being commodified in yeah. the context of their work you know in their in their jobs I feel like there's, yeah there's got to be now more than ever such tension between the creative side and the brand or the client or the whatever i would yeah like I like hope, there's that man. tension where it's like even People who are top class are still I, like. I know I say cognitive oh, yeah. dissonance a lot, but that's a really big thing. It's right. Yeah, I'm I mean, saying yeah. I'm saying that to say well, like it's no, tough to deal with. I'm saying that like to that. say though like no in terms of like tension. There might there's probably not that much tension. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's internal there's, tension. Yeah, yeah. Once you're right, 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 right. You have that right. tension, right? Yeah. I mean, there's tension. I think for individuals, but I, I think it was uh, this Chomsky quote's been popping up recently about how Marxist thought is particularly just exist in all these upper realms of like whether it's government or uh, all types of hierarchical mm. institutions but the mm. with the values just completely oh flipped mm-hmm. you know so like and i think that's been order of the day forever is uh just figuring out ways to siphon out creativity mm. and well, that's uh, my question. praxis like- into all these larger institutions mm. you know what i'm saying so I think that's just always been the mm. way it is, but you know, yeah, it's, it's just like it's that's my question is like, okay, if if now all the people that like green light the creative decisions have no creativity whatsoever, and then all the people who actually make the material are the most creative <laughs> stock of the world, they're inherently exploited. They're inherently exploiters. At what point do you start to see like a literal broad, broadly like creative people, just kind of like. You know, even ones that aren't radicalized. I just feel like, like we yeah. could. I feel like we could ramble about that for hours. <laughs> but no, seriously, no, no, I mean, that's the hope, right? Yeah. I feel like back in the sixties and some madman shit, they'd be can, can like friends with the client. Can I speak you know? to that? Can I speak to that? Yeah, because I think it's cultural, and I do think it's material at the same time. Yeah. The, yeah. the 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 phrasing I've used for years is: you have to fucking open up space for those people to. And by space, yeah. I'm not just saying like, look, we're doing this cool thing. Come attach your name to it but it's like no like we're competing against capital in a cultural like in a cultural sense Mm. too so you know like how do you create the infrastructure for design people to to step into another social logic but where the social is meeting the material where so they can be sustained in their labor and their work they can do work they can they can Mm. they can uh, not live from a place of scarcity and then put their design efforts into something that's like counter to the logic of capital it's it's cultural and material for sure and i think the cognitive dissonance thing i mean i'm guilty of that as well like i was working in advertising for a long time because there was i had this feeling that you could do stuff that would make a change like without realizing how it's just impossible and it will always get commodified i mean i think uh what's it rei the the Mm -hmm. sportswear brand um is a great example of that because they have this cool marketing thing that was like i think one of the examples that we're a co-op. Well, they're they're a co-op, yeah, they're <laughs> a co-op. allegedly <laughs> and they did this thing where it was like blackout friday so on black fridays they did blackout fridays and they closed all their stores on the biggest you know shopping day of the year 
they close all their stores and sent their employees out into nature. Mm-hmm. They say yeah. like, go into nature. We're not going to work today. Which <laughs> is, force, send send the the people into the woods. <laughs> we'll fire you. <laughs> like on the surface that that's cool. Like, okay, you make a stance yeah. against the biggest commercial day of the year. And then of course now they're like, you know, telling their employees not to unionize because they're yeah. a co-op and somehow that's, an oxymoron to them it's just like you know it's it's insane but for a long time i convinced myself that that is like oh i can like use their money use their power to yeah. build a build cool stuff that as a creative you can maybe make as you're uh, normally mm-hmm. and then yeah. hopefully i'll have these chances to like really push the brands into cool things i mean back yeah. then i didn't even have like a, a political idea as much yeah. as right. I do now but um hopefully i think now that dissonance is becoming clear i mean that is yeah. somewhat the hope i have for now that there is a lot of people just going like fuck this yeah. bullshit like why am i working for a brand yeah. that is talking about mental wellness health, uh, mental wellness or mental mm-hmm. health mm-hmm. on their instagram and meanwhile they're making me work weekends like what the fuck's going on like yeah, this is right. bullshit um and hopefully there is a opportunity there but then again like we've thought that before of like you know, workers. Yeah. Uh, yeah Can I, I speak to the yeah. REI co-op thing specifically too, in the in the unionization, and how that relates to what I was just saying before about the opening of space? Because that's the other part of it is, as a designer or a creative director, if the work that you're you're doing is ultimately looped into, like we say, the hamster wheel of capital, it doesn't fucking matter if it's a co-op or it's a whatever. Mm, yeah. Because the institution that the the North Star of the institution is profit Probably. maximization still. It's not a right. social thing. Sending your in, your your workers into the woods is just it's a, it's just optics. It's like PR or whatever. It's yeah, just right. like window dressing for for that foundational challenge, which is you're still as an institution, you're being cooperative for capital. You're not being cooperative for liberation, for freedom. Not to mention naming a day Blackout Friday as a in opposition to Black Friday. It's a marketing thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. We're just gonna come the other four days of yeah. that week. If exactly. Or, you know? so, so all I'm saying is, what happens when those institutions, the North Star is a social and cultural and communal North Star about like meeting first of all meeting the needs of the people that are doing the labor moving this institution Mm. forward and then what are the implications even just for design as a whole the best shit is going to come out of it you get a bunch of people looking over like how the fuck are are you doing that and like making a living how the fuck Mm. are y'all doing this and then people can look in it's like well we're cooperating but these this is how we're cooperating this is the decision making this is the governance this is how we're using our shared resources together this is what we're prioritizing and it doesn't have to do with fucking oh we gotta we gotta mm. grow mm. you know we gotta yeah. we gotta hit this this profit quota that we have for the next quarter you yeah. know yeah i mean shit from a creative standpoint i'm like i'm a tv writer i do stand up all these things i talk about it all the time and i'm just like uh in terms of what you said about um i guess in reference to just design in general and thinking that you can sort of plant these little seeds in your work that'll that'll mm-hmm. eventually grow and just like i was the same way for a long time just thinking like and people still are this way of just thinking about it in terms of representation and you just have mm-hmm. to see these certain things you have to yeah. see these ideas and like it's true that you, nobody's nobody's right. acting on things that they haven't seen and don't know are right. possible right mm. but like 
low bar though. The the bar yeah. is very low. Yeah. yeah. And that uh in terms of TV writing, especially in terms of like WGA sanctioned shit, it's like that representation becomes an end in itself. Mm. Mm. Yep. Where yep. where now people are just happy to see whether it's I'm happy to see I can't believe uh the, uh, this person got is the first like Asian actor to win this thing, right, right, yeah. and we fi- we finally did it. We finally made it, and just yeah. like we have to start looking <laughs> beyond. Just first of all, is it not like does it not get exhausting to keep finding first like things yeah. that yeah, right, yeah, people yeah, of right. color it's like haven't the done yet? Diversion that can't ever right. let go of that shit. Right. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> they can do it forever too. We got yeah, one. They can yeah, do yeah. it forever. Well, they can create new institutions. Yeah. <laughs> they can always create new new institutions mm-hmm. and. Yeah. And they were the first one. Yeah. Yeah. And say, well, this you're the first <laughs> black person to win uh to win a fucking blink binky <laughs> a fucking binky award. <laughs> like what the fuck is that? <laughs> that sounds like a real it's like an award for like that's the next toy, pet, that's the toy designers. The that's the that's the, the that's the new kids' choice award. Yeah, yeah the blimpy. Is that the what blimpy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the yeah. thousand different webbies that arrived. Like, yeah, oh, right. Oh my god. I I wanted to say I first kind of like from the in the design context I first felt this when I was working retail for opening ceremony. Yeah, and we would because we would do des, uh, clinics with these designers like big ones, like Wales Bonner would come in. It was like really intimate. We would just talk with them about their new line or whatever. I'm specifically thinking of Wales because, and and no disrespect to her, but you could tell like she was, this was like her art, mm. you know? Like oh, yeah. the way she was actually putting oh, some really like, you know, heavy, drawing on heavy themes and like coming from this, this heavy place. And, um, but I, me working in that ex- shitty ass environment, right? It was mm. that 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 disconnect, Resentment. that juxtap- juxtaposition was just. It was like, whoa! Like you, as a designer, are so like disconnected, mm. or just don't care, yeah, uh, about the distribution end of like what's happening after your your art gets made, right. and it it also it, it also ties to another thing with with um designers in fashion too around like you know ideas of like sustainability and like uh you know there's a lot of a lot of um you know i don't know what the word i'm looking for is you know there's a lot of rhetoric given to blank washing just fill in community washing green washing yeah right yeah. yeah there's a lot of like talk given to like oh you know go against fat you know fast fashion and go but it's like your your brand is still producing new shit. Yeah. yeah. At yeah. the point of yeah. production, you're still you're going to these same, you know, <laughs> outsourced, you know, yeah. manufacturers that are wasting water, wasting yeah. all of these and even if you're not mass producing whatever it is, like you're still a part of the fucking Problem. Hashtag you know? slow fashion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hashtag slow fashion. My fashion is very slow. It's yeah. the heaviest clothes, and it takes. It's really hard to walk around. You're slow when yeah. you wear them. Look at all these kids. They're barely breaking a sweat in here. <laughs> yeah, I, I started like a whole um, document. I've just I kind of revisit every few months, but just like on a just out. Maybe I shared it with you. I don't know, mm, but just sort of so. like trying to outline what. Uh, 
you know, a social ecological fashion mm, would be, yeah. you know, and like drawing from cool, yeah. what Kropotkin said about, you know, luxury, like the, the problem with luxury isn't, uh, you know, that it's nice, you know, it's that that niceness is is uh, based upon a, a foundation of exploitation and like keeping mm. people out, mm, you know, yeah. keeping others from having access. Yeah. Right? yeah. And um, also thinking about design and clothing as a form of just self-expression and it's yeah. like there's nothing inherently wrong with expressing yourself through clothing but the you know the brand the the commodity the the that's that's where it's like when you're getting into yeah <laughs> yeah fucked yeah. up territory so with the and then with the ecological element it's like yeah, we can't just keep <laughs> like. But I think what you were yeah. saying before of like the expression part of like creativity and how much people are still stuck in this sort of like creativity and art and whether it's in fashion or mm -hmm. or TV or like anything, it's like yeah. it's to express yourself. Like that's the whole goal. It's yeah. why people are in it, and it's like, oh wow, I'm getting to express myself. Like mm -hmm. Wills, I'm sure same thing. Like she feels blessed probably that she gets to express herself through this and like live off of it. Right. And it's sort of like that. That's where the creative or the cognitive dissonance starts sort yes. of like still stuck in this postmodern like mm -hmm. Iowa writer's workshop, like full, you know, it's all about the individual expression. Yes. Yeah. That's the holy grail of creativity yeah. rather yeah. than yeah. like expressing new values. But it's like, I don't know. I, I have a hard time sometimes. I don't want to like judge people too soon. Oh yeah, of course. You know, yeah. because it's right. yeah. so many people are just like, Where's stuck the on that hamster wheel it's like yeah. where's, the, where's the alternative like, yeah yeah exactly. someone there's has nothing to, to point show to. Yeah. yeah exactly yeah and i i second that also just like, like what did you i missed that I, there's nothing to point to for, for oh, people yeah. you know like mm -hmm. there's yeah. nothing to be like yeah. no but look you can do it like this because yeah, there isn't so to then be we'll yo, you should be that. the first to yeah. show everybody to do it like that it's like whoa, whoa what? yeah right people um, really believe that there's that uh there's no alternative shit yeah you know oh yeah imagination yeah I'm like thinking of all the like times you've heard people be like, it's luxury, but everyone can afford it. We're going to make it affordable for everybody. <laughs> yeah. To buy it. Everything it's is like, a well, marketing that's point. That's not the point. Yeah. You lost the point. Everything's the a point marketing said it's piece. cost prohibitive. And yeah. it's, it's crazy in terms of like, uh, I mean, not specifically in fashion, but in just artistic in expression in general, that that like convenience mindset is, it has infiltrated just something as basic as like, clothing which mm. Mm. even if you even if you shop more than the average person you still have clothes that you cycle through that you mm. wear all the time and like the convenience shit doesn't really make a lot of sense no and so i'm like, thinking about in terms of like ways to express yourself through that i'm just like there are thinking about like in in nigeria like you can just buy a strip of fabric mm. Like there's no places to just buy a strip of fabric and just make shit. Right. But the but like the way we think about things is now is like, oh, I don't have time to just make my own clothes. You know, I don't have time yes. for that. And all these things sprout up to sort of account for that. Um, and I, like I was thinking about AI earlier today and like, mm. I don't necessarily believe it's gonna replace artists. I don't think that's possible. But there is this notion of just like, as we drive ourselves further into this hamster wheel shit, into this like, um, in this like grinding work mindset, and let and more and more people are just prohibited from creating and expressing in the way that they want to. I think people are gonna start to take solace in the fact that just not even that they get to create themselves, but that, mm -hmm. but that creation is still happening. Mm -hmm. 
you know? Yeah. Mm. And so the fact that art is still being made is somehow gonna <laughs> right. like distract right. people from the fact that no humans are making it. Right. right. I think there will absolutely still be artists among the privileged course. class. I feel like obviously, it'll, t- it'll like, take out like a big chunk of like the graphic design in the world all this shit like like yeah. every birthday sign with spongebob and deadpool on it like every <laughs> restaurant like yeah. sign with jokerman font. Yeah. like all those will just be ai generated oh yeah people just, will type in a website just you the, won't require any just know. the fronts of every daycare center where they just yeah. put like exactly. proprietary characters every, on sesame street <laughs> every wedding yeah. invite like yeah. everything yeah. no one no human's gonna just be designed right. cars I mean, it, in front of the daycare yeah right. the thing with like cars. machine but any technology it's like the it wouldn't be a problem if it arrived in the future that we would all like to see mm-hmm. because right. democratic it, yeah, like yeah, machine yeah. learning image making all these kind of things that it's doing yeah it's going to take away the shitty jobs like mm-hmm. i don't want to do image search like right. that's the yeah. worst part of my job right. it's the, the the sort of repetitive like i already know what the image is in my mind i have to like google and stuff like if a machine thing can help me do that that just takes away the shitty labor mm-hmm. right. except that in this world the shitty labor is the people that need that labor to, so you know right. obviously yeah, exactly. it's, like, it's not such a bad thing for somebody's jobs to be replaced except that in a world that is has a hierarchical <laughs> yeah. job structure yeah. that is a problem it's yeah. like how do we create we got to create more jobs for the people yeah. that can't make art anymore they need exactly. money yeah and it's just like i don't know it's like thinking about like making having fabric and making my own clothes and it's like i don't even make my own food and i i blame the fact that i have to fucking work under this like it it feeds off of itself it's like the stress of it the psychological toil of it makes you a lazy fuck yeah and then like it's just there's a convenient consumer option for every fucking thing so Mm -hmm. it allows you to fully like disenfranchise yourself and lose skills literally dog i've done everything in my power to resist getting a hello fresh subscription oh, yeah that shit feels so bleak to me just yeah. in terms of what i just said it's like those are blowing up i feel like yeah. all of those are because do you have gorillas yeah. here is that a thing here? Mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Oh, yes. really? yeah it yeah, was yeah. like 10 minute delivery yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's in the netherlands now too yeah, and i'm just yeah. like oh, yeah. i really don't want to use it but like I've, there's yeah, been yeah. ones where i'm just like too yeah it's just like i need a disagree yeah. well how much do i need but yeah you just <laughs> yeah. fall trapped to the community yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it like I mean, infantilizes you yes absolutely i mean bro with like from the start of the pandemic until maybe a year ago, I was writing on TV shows from uh, from home. Mm-hmm. And like, I really started to get into this mindset of feeling like I really felt like a matrix battery. Mm-hmm. On top of like having the, on top of having the broad realization that like, whatever I thought, uh, whatever like headway I thought I could make socially or politically by mm-hmm. putting ideas into a TV show, um, just having that feeling go away and then feeling like I'm really just like, just kind of like plugging away every day. And I was on a show on LA time in New York. So I'm going from 1 PM to 10 PM every day. So I'm just like, wake up late. Don't really see the sun, order food to my house. Don't really have a reason to leave. And like nine or 10 PM that's after most, stand-up mm-hmm. shows start so i'm not really doing that anymore i'm just like i'm really just kind of like put out putting more output yeah. into the world yeah and then just putting just inputting enough to enough, keep myself yeah. alive but it really felt like oh this like i've never been more conscious of just like oh i'm here to support this institution yeah. r- more than the other way around right yeah. you know dude and just like 
in general on just like the day-to-day life and just how that feels under this like recently and this is partly because the first couple months of the year are always a slump for a lot of people i feel like but it's just like it i feel like like i get great sleep i sleep every night and yeah. uh i don't know if you ever tried that sleeping every night <laughs> i do it pooping every day um but you know i get good sleep but it feels like it's just never enough like yeah. it feels mm-hmm. like i'm still tired it feels like i'm like i'm going to sleep again already it, sometimes like yeah. it like i'm so impressed because to me it's just a a lifelong struggle at least right now in this current it's a lifelong struggle to have normalcy like to have a normal balanced life yeah and it is a series of personal failures you're making choices that are easy you're skipping good habits we're a habit obsessed society yeah and it's like these wouldn't even be called habits if like we were just living like normal like yeah. if we just had a life every day and we had our own yeah. routines can, and yeah. interests can i say something on that yeah. it's and it's tied back to the design and like fashion conversation mm-hmm. um lip service was the expression i was looking for you know like there's designers who give lip lip service to uh the you know that there's we're in ecological collapse and there's all these different but nothing in terms yeah. of how they they're producing stuff changes and i feel like i guess it's like for me it's like an appeal to design people and especially like fashion design people where they are kind of stuck in this dichotomous thinking around like and i'm i guess i'm thinking of designers where they have radical politics as an individual but they don't know exactly what their practice is with with their labor when they have this like interest in clothing and expressing themselves through clothing i feel like the in-between like given the state of affairs in terms of like the the consumeristic conditioning that all of us you know (laughs) have grown up with and are finding ourselves in and, and then also the the pressures of wage slavery i feel like the next wave and it kind of is already happening um in different ways but it's like leaning into this idea of the like local artisan again you know it's like there's so many like people that are now like upcycling is huge in terms of like people just making one of one you know bespoke uh, what is that by the way upcycling just using you know fabrics and materials that are are old or that they you know they pick up and then making sort of like a Frankenstein, you know, (laughs) out of, I mean, it doesn't always look that way though, you know? What is the difference though between, um, it's a good question, because like recycling, upcycling, is there a difference? Like, I guess in the the clothing, upcycling because you mark it up when you sell it. I mean, I think so. (laughs) No, no, no. no, 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 Does recycling not imply like it's sent off to a place for somebody else to handle it? I feel like in terms of clothing production, there's a difference. Right. So, like, there are brands where they're using recycled materials from a factory that's a manufacturer that's producing brand new clothing. Mm. So, they're taking scraps and then using that to make their clothing or whatever. But, I think with upcycling, the implication is someone is taking like pre-existing clothing or materials, deconstructing it and then re you know, piecing it back together. Mm-hmm. So they're not, they're, it's not directly, it's like secondhand chopped up Frankenstein into right. something It's not a full new. dilution of the material. Yeah, it's, well, it's also mm-hmm. not it's reliant ch- upon, and screwed. it's right. not reliant upon new pr- like production mm-hmm. of like right. new materials and clothing and whatnot. And there's yeah. waste like to, so it's, right. it's to avoid right. manufacturing. Right. Waste. Exactly. Right. Okay. Exactly. Right. Got it. But I was just saying that to say like, there's, you know, it's like 
it's not like all of us are supposed to be like tailors or something. Not that it's bad. Uh, not that it would be bad to have those skills or something for us to be producing our own clothes or whatever. But it's just to say like there are people just like with any other any other thing, you know, like an electrician or whatever, where they're like, that's that's for whatever reason is the thing that they're passionate about. And I do think there's a way in which there can be a a thriving, rich culture, like basically redefining fashion. But it's like it's in in the in a path to like this, yeah. this balance with the rest of the natural world and yeah. like cooperate cooperation. You it goes know, back to yeah. needs and abilities. Right. I feel right. Like, yeah. Like, Absolutely. We all need clothing. We might even need like something just to feel better about ourselves or to right. like, express ourselves. Right. But, like most of the people you making cool clothes or whatever, like they're not making it because they need those clothes or because no. they're because they're servicing right. people needing those clothes. They're they're really doing it because that's the way I mean, there's they, maybe a little bit of that and making rent. I mean, mm-hmm. so if it was more about needing clothes, it would be very different. I mean and, and I would also say even when it comes to fashion. Um, the the types of designers I described earlier they they feel this conflict and tension because when we're saying fashion like that is mostly status class based bullshit elitist right. yeah. bullshit that is ninety nine point nine percent of what it is mm. and you yeah. have like some people that they try and like ignore that or act like that's not not the case. And then you have, you know, you, you have the the artists, the real artisans and then the faux artisans in the mix. And they're just they're like, I'm just trying to do my thing, you know, and it's like but their clientele are just rich ass motherfuckers. It's just mm-hmm. like, right. you know, um, yeah, I didn't have a, a, a thought beyond well, that. Something but. that you made me think about is like. And it's like I'm speaking in big, big general terms here, but mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, with the Internet, you know, subcultures are becoming more just like the ground level of of culture it's just atomizing culture and then it's like become it's becoming these like deep funnels of specific mm-hmm. because now if you get into a subgenre there you can just dive so deep in it in, mm-hmm. in a yeah. day i mean like, yeah. Yeah. there's no like gatekeeping or community that <laughs> you know like you can't get into it you can just get into it and it doesn't right. matter where in the world you are right. and it's like i wonder what the implications of that are for like if we do start moving towards more like an artisan craft based thing Mm -hmm. i don't know how capitalism like co-ops that but i'm i feel like they will i feel like there's a there's a oh i mean there's nothing it's already that's already happened i love dr romanelli but he does in dr romanelli for those that don't know is like you know those that don't know everybody knows dr romanelli <laughs> he's a des- he's a designer that like he made his name by taking like finding these sort of dead stock vintage materials like sometimes brand new like he could find like you know coca-cola merch in a storage facility somewhere from like 1988 and it's like brand new wow. and then he takes it and he again frankenstein pieces it together and something else but and then the the you know it's like thousands of dollars sure. what he's charging right. but then he you know then he does like corporate you know brand partnerships and deals he put out a pair of like converse sneakers and whatever where it's like again mass 
production it's probably limited production in the context of this company but the company is using that brand exclusivity to mm-hmm. you know it's just yeah. getting absorbed by the corporate so i'm just saying that it's it, it, it's already happened it's already yeah. happening Localism, now red large in general is just become another buzzword i mean like yeah. i totally believe that we should go back to more like from the crafts in in clothing to like local food creation and like right. how do we exactly. feed ourselves right, yeah. on all this stuff there is of course a point where like we pro- like I don't know how much we can feed eight billion people just with local food production, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't look into it. At the same time, there is this sort of like local food has become just another like organic, oh, yeah, gluten free, right. whatever yeah, label right, that right. is being put on stuff. The fucking that- bodega around the corner has hot Cheetos labeled as organic, like, <laughs> yeah. it's just, and it's crazy actually- that Bookchin was writing about this in the fucking sixties and seventies. <laughs> said it was going to happen. Yeah, He's yeah. like, you know, the organic is going to be completely eco friendly. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. Funny. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, to your the point, I think you were making uh, about dipping into a culture. I think like. The fucking trilateral commission report was talking about that in the 70s mm. they were like they had a passage in there about how like um it was essentially saying like because of television access to media and all these things that like um the cultural distinctions that kind of justify nation states and give them the mm. the appearance of representing an actual ethnicity are kind of those lines are disappearing because right. of mm because people have access to all the same media and all these things and like how do we how do we make a case for liberal democracy once those lines are that blurred you know what i'm saying it was it, i don't remember all the specifics of it it was just a very long way oh, to say true. italians make it a pizza <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like also that leads to more like hyper individualism yeah know? um yeah, I don't know. Well, it's what, can you weird. elaborate? You're, well, you're it's saying, just like I don't know. Well, like, are you are you saying because everyone's more like, connected, then it's you kind of you get the you get these broader categories out of the way, and then you, it's just like one to one, like I th- yeah, I think, it's is like, that what you were saying? You can really create a character now. <laughs> it's yeah, like you can really yeah, like I think I'm here, be yeah. a guy. You can be your own. You know, you can. Yeah, it's yeah. like, but it's like at a horrible cost. You know, yeah. and but you could it, just dive down any online rabbit hole right. and like be become whoever the fuck in, you want to be even in skills I, yeah. like i feel like there's just in general more awareness of like niche skills and art forms and cultures and all that i want to i want to respond to something specifically just like cuz i i think it's just really important like it's hyper individualistic or that that it, i think that is what it is because of the systems that we're coming out of and we're conditioned by. Yeah. But there's something liberatory simultaneously in right. getting yeah. the, those broader categories again, out of the technology way. Technology that would be great if we didn't live yeah, in the world. Yeah, but we're in the right world. Right. right. Yeah. So yeah. It's like, I mean, I think it was in what you said. Is like yeah, yeah. you can frame it in terms of like you can dive down whatever culture and just put on a mask and pretend to be that person. Right. Or on the other end, there, you can also dive down a rabbit hole of like skills and uh, crafts and all these things that you want to engage in and learn how to like create in the way right. that you want to create right. rather than consume in the way you want to consume. But even hi- like hyper individ- like individualistic hyper individualism, you know, it's like the other thing I want to clarify is, you know, people, it's 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 related to this conversation, this false dichotomy between like individualism and collectivism, right? Right. right. And yeah. and like, I know when we say hyper individualism, like the implication of what we're saying is like, no, 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 like there's a there's an individualism that is important and necessary and is inherent yeah. to like 
humans living lives as self-determining autonomous human right. beings the hyper individualism is like the the warping of it's like it's, well, it's, it's, see, a cons, it's, it's a consumerism it's a commodification yeah. it's a it's a self-interest it's a stand-in for be liberation it's yeah. a stand-in for right. freedom it's like it's, oh, right. you, you get have, the freedom to choose what to watch it's, i have the freedom to buy all the right things right so yeah. so there's there's this new layer or new, rather new level of connectivity globally between individuals that's now being informed and shaped by the values of these oppressive systems that we're we're living under mm -hmm. and a part of the oppressive systems you know it consumerism is a part of that that's why i always it's like i always say everyone's like their own pr agent now because you know it's like they have a social media profile and so now they know everything about optics and what low that looks bad and that you know it's yeah. like well, so and, how the system forces you to use it i mean I, yeah <laughs> right. i think i agree like dude right. seriously right. Yeah. Like, I live a guy, people are saying dumb shit right yeah well and, it, yeah. and it's not again it's not being everything's not being crystallized in time captured in yeah. time yeah. to be it's like yeah everyone's <laughs> potential <laughs> fbi agent when all it takes is a screenshot Bro, dude man. i saw an interaction on twitter today where a guy was bragging about having sex with some girl and then she quote tweeted it with a video of herself being like your dick was small and you were limp the whole time <laughs> yeah. and I'm like oh. <laughs> right and a, now damn and, out and, here. and yeah. downloaded 4,000 times oh, and yeah. stored on 300 of those people's external hard drives and Oh, it's Who true. knows what happened with that information? Yeah. Immortalization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah People don't talk about that enough. Like Snapchat as, was on to something, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. like just the, the impact that that is having on multiple generations of people's yeah. psyches like in terms of basic social human interaction yeah. what does that do to how people communicate with each other you know we're always talking about like lack of vulnerability and like distrust well maybe it's that because thing. we're communicating through the fucking digital that, where anyone yeah. can go yeah i can't even grow i can't be wrong i can't right. be there's, there's nothing. There's, there's no, like, like faith doesn't have a chance on a bad faith communication. Right. Yeah. And it feeds Absolutely. back into the PR agent thing too, because it's like, well, I have to be perfect if I'm yeah. in the public Survive. digital sphere. Yeah. I have to be, and I have to be mindful of who's fucking with my, as an individual, not in any type of broader organization, not in any kind of broader community. It's just me. It's just about me. Right. That, that's know? why like, as much as I do have those insecurities and anxieties and paranoias about things like that, mm -hmm. being an online person, like at my core, my principle is like radically not giving a fuck about yeah, it. Yeah, and like, I get that. Right. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. like, what am I gonna do? This is right. an unfair game. Yeah. Like right. I just can't I can't move like I can't every person I ever DM or who DMs me or I interact with, I can't right. give a shit that that's gonna be leaked. Right. I can't yeah, give right. a shit about any part of my life getting right. leaked. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Right. Right. You know, it's still like it's still you watch people just get ate the fuck up every day. Yeah. You watch people get mowed down. <laughs> sometimes a lot of the times deserving of it. Yeah. But still you're just like, fuck it. You could argue you could argue that that mentality, you know, I feel like most people would associate that mentality with like just be you're being a shitty inconsiderate like dirtbag person mm -hmm. yeah. and for sure there's people who are they abuse their power they abuse whatever and they think exactly like that they're like what are you gonna do you're yeah. gonna cancel me you can't i'm yeah. fucking rich bitch yeah. or whatever those people exist <laughs> yeah. right no i'm like i'll figure it out 
That's well, look, that, well, I'm saying that I think that could be a piece right. of how we collectively yeah. reclaim our own humanity. Oh, for sure. You know, it's like yeah. it, and it's not it's it's not just to say that, oh, that that's all happening in the digital sphere. It's like if we build real community with each other, that mindset is actually reinforced. If you live amongst however many people and you all know each other mm-hmm. and you cooperatively and communally and democratically decide what's happening with the infrastructure mm. that you all live on, what the fuck is the digital or whatever going to mean right. for you if, if you fuck up or whatever? It's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm accountable to my community. Yeah. And whatever happens past that is going to be dealt with in real community. It's not going to be real, out in the. Yeah. The real is a really like important right. piece of that, I think. Yeah. Because like yeah. even it sort of ties into, I think, the, the, the conveniencing of technology and like how we are all tempted on a day to day basis to use these things. And, you know, every time there's just like another thing that meets you that can right. shortcut it. And the the digital and communication platforms whatever there's still that in the form of trying to build real community like mm-hmm. i can just tell how even these systems and the their their dynamics corrode how i interact with my real community like real friends mm-hmm. yeah like if i don't right. see them face to face for a while and we just communicate over text because it's right. easy because yeah. like oh should we it's meet funny. up we don't ever run into that <laughs> oh no it's never happened <laughs> Never happened. What are you talking about, Brian? <laughs> we see very, each other in person all the time. Yeah, very you only see each other like this, right? Very, yeah. We use carrier pigeons. What are you talking about? Sleeping in a bunk bed in there. I don't know what you're talking about. Never had conflict. <laughs> <laughs> it's never been ambiguous with the tone of a text. <laughs> right. <laughs> what were you saying there? No, <laughs> no, but it's true. I mean, it's like, but I think we trick ourselves into thinking we can build it through mm. these systems. Yeah, and also, yeah. like, I notice it myself, like, one of my best friends that I work with a lot, like every once in a while, would be like, "Should we meet up in real?" Like, ah, oh, that's just Facetime. It's easier, you know. It saves me ten minutes to go here. It saves you twenty minutes to go there. And you can just even then sometimes tell that you have less patience with each other, or just yeah. like, you know, these these things corrode. And so, yeah, I know. I just wanted to make the point that like, right. even when rethinking digital infrastructure, which can be a part of it, but like it has to start real. Like that mm-hmm. that is the because it's so much. Bad faith is just like yes. seeped into these systems yes. everywhere yeah. and to retrain the good faith right. that can only happen like, like right. this. Yeah. I think. Right. No one just... should starve because they have a picture of their penis in their phone. <laughs> <laughs> their own penis in their own phone? Yes. Definitely not. <laughs> Lock screen. I don't care. That, that, that point reminds me about Bookchin's point on utopianism versus futurism and like people can you know we can have a semantics debate about the use of the word utopianism or whatever but the Mm. distinction he's making is between a future in which we've just carried these exploitative and dehumanizing logics into the future in a more advanced you know, mm. aesthetically or whatever form or in terms of, you know, the utility of it, the distinction between that versus harnessing the, you know, technological developments for something that's socially liberatory. The former know? being <laughs> futurism, latter being utopianism. Yeah. Right. Be, correct. For my own correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Flintstones and the Jetsons are the same show. <laughs> They're the same show. And we don't talk about that enough. How do you do <laughs> socialism, but you're not social? <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck you got 5,000 years of human history portrayed on two separate cartoon programs? And the best we can do in the future is that you can still beat your wife and kids on a, on a spaceship to Mars. They're in space and they're still running, making noise when they run. <laughs> my How does man, that work? My man makes 
makes cogs <laughs> professionally. He's not even a cog. He gets to make a part of a part of yeah, a machine. He still had to go to work, and he had a robot made. He is a fucking robot slave, but he still got to go to work and make cogs. Yeah, for Mister Spacely. God. You're, th- this is funny, but it's also a perfect example of what yeah. I'm saying. They had to be drunk all day <laughs> back in the day, Hanna Barbera. Just like, just give me a fucking bear with a tie. Steals <laughs> picnics. It's also related to what you were saying on on uh, AI in terms of like you know people are usually talking about oh like what's it going to do to the job market? It's going to get rid of these jobs or whatever. It's yeah. like what happens when you have people that they've they've cultivated these liberatory like social relations between each other and they figured out how to live with each other and then they get this technology put in front then how does it make how does it make their lives easier mm-hmm. not in service to capital but into in service to them having more leisure time having more human time with each other more time to learn more time to grow so on and so forth like that's the difference there's a lot of like left yeah. liberals and like people that they have good intentions like i'm I'm also thinking about what you said about um interfacing with people digitally and and where you're just like yeah it's like it's not it's not going to be the same like i feel like there's a lot of people where they want to believe that you know uh luxury automated what do they say fully automated, uh, fully automated luxury, luxury communism, communism. like oh, they, yeah. they, 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 their conception <laughs> of that like they want to believe that it's in terms of the day to day, how we communicate, how we with the technology, it's it's only a few you know few steps away of a difference of in terms of just we well we don't you know we don't have to have a boss anymore or we don't have to have whatever but you know we still you know we can still rely on these mm. the, the phone mm. and the devices to just do everything yeah. for us and and they're not they're not thinking about like. <laughs> they're not thinking about the implications from uh, a, a social standpoint from a communication yeah. standpoint like you said you said it's it's inherent it's inherent in the technology it's mm-hmm. inherent in yeah. the fact that it's just it's it's text like yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's text through a linear channel that where it's just boop 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 yeah boop. i mean to another bookchin point it's the delegation of power it's like the we have the ability to mediate our own relationships right you know what i'm saying but we're and I mean, when you look at Twitter, we're just like we're Hell. delegating all this shit to a power that we don't even know what it's mm. gonna do. You know what I'm saying? It's like we're just throwing a situation out into the into the wind, and somebody's gonna pick it up and mediate this scenario between Four you problems. and somebody mm. that one usually don't even have a relationship with, and two could easily just message privately and say yeah. like, hey either you hurt me in this way or we had this type of conflict, like, can we resolve this? Mm. And then it's like, cause I think uh, uh, what gets lost when you have these conversations about cancel culture is not, is that when you bring it up, just using the those words, people, uh, people get this idea that you don't believe in accountability. Mm. But the reality right. is that like, that's not what that that's is. Not, that's it's not, not accountability. accountability going it's, on. It's, and usually yeah. the behaviors don't change after that accountability yeah. well, either. They don't change and uh, in a lot of cases you give you give people a reason to reinforce that behavior because right. they've lost martyrdom. Well, martyrdom right. and right. and you you in an already atomized society, you somebody has now lost whatever community they did have and now they're just like I Sold mean, yeah. whether they've lost like financial connections or whatever the fuck they're like people just get desperate you know yeah it's like i want to no. hit a note on, i want to hit on a note on that where it, where it all converges maybe to some people it's already obvious what we're saying but it's like 
yeah, you have to have community to have accountability and then you need to have a specific kind of community to have a specific kind of accountability, Mm -hmm. right? And then for our purposes, it's like you need a community that's in balance with non-human nature too in terms of the production, in terms of the consumption, in terms of whatever, you know, it's like all of it meets and converges at community to Mm -hmm. me. And it's Mm -hmm. like the, the mind blowing thing to me is just again on this, cognitive dissonance thing seeing how many of the people that claim to want freedom and liberation and ba 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 they they're not even they're not even aware of their own no. conditioning they're not even aware of their whatever to the point where when you try to open up the space to try and cultivate community cultivate some type of organization it's like all those all the conditioning kicks in right mm-hmm. away yeah. you know the consumerism yeah. the you know the customers always always right mentality you know it's like there's there's no there's there's and i'm i'm we've talked about it before but i'm like increasingly worried about younger and younger people who aren't even getting a baseline taste of what come even if it's fucked up but just like oh well there's these yeah. real people that beyond my parents beyond the nuclear family that shape and inform my life yeah. and whatever it's like i'm i'm worried about what the impl- implications are for the for future generations where they don't have that experience all they have is this fucked up technology that we've been talking about and then when 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 the people try and some people try and organize themselves in a way to try and live and and express what we're talking about the conditioning and the disconnect is so bad that there's just resist there's just resistance to it yeah you know, it's like so many people, young people calling themselves socialists and communists and anarchists, all these isms and schisms. And a, I would argue a majority of them, they, it's like they don't. No, you could and, aspire yeah. to be one of those isms, really. Yeah. And it's like yeah. it's it's in your head. Yeah. It's in your head. Yeah. And that's great. That's a great start. But the point is to to change things the point is to get for, it's to yeah, actually yeah. live it and practice it I, and maybe the practice of like some of these values isn't what you think it is in your head you know yeah, maybe it's yeah. not all just easy and like i click a button on my phone and now i got the future that i want now yeah. i got the ch- mm-hmm. all i have to give is five dollars to this thing and then my whole world is going to change a right. new world is going to be dropped on me from these these elite uh organizers of the future they're gonna yeah. do the labor yeah. and drop yeah. it on me like it's a mcdonald's happy meal i mean I've, you know i've said this a million times but like i truly believe a lot of people's politics is just guided by the fact that they don't actually believe they can do anything about it i think yeah. that's that yeah. contributes to yeah. a lot of people um yeah diving down these like authoritarian rabbit holes because just they fascist just ones. Yeah. well yeah just either or and it's yeah. like it's just fetishism and it's just this idea of like um you see that something's wrong and you see that uh something needs to change <laughs> right. something can be subverted here but you look to these figures who have just kind of like very uncritically like conducted whether it's a a coup or so, of some kind it's just as this like heroic like magical image mm. of something that you think you want but then in practice like, which one of you is really gonna pick up a gun and go into the fucking White House and like mm-hmm. successfully kill some? You know, and I think just people, if people are actually realistic and practical about what they can do where they are, right? So yeah. many people's 
And also if they were faced with the prospect that they actually have to act. Yeah. I think so many people would just like flip the switch immediately. You know? Well, the other thing I was going to say, jumping off him, is like the more you realize what we could do and how many of us there are and how outnumbered they are, the more terrifyingly unfree you realize we are because Mm, part of that unfreedom is like a mental block. That right. Is yeah. like, it's like it's just realizing how little choice you actually have mm-hmm. like in life and how we basically that's always been how it is. Yeah. That's almost um, like too painful to face for some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no, because it's time. like when you're from this perspective, it's right. like, oh, we live in like a literally upside down world. Like it's yeah. literally evil. Oh yeah. The, the other thing you were saying about like consuming choices and that like pay five dollars and the world changes it's like i think that's why you're seeing like this i mean it's always been that but it's extra now it's like don't buy this because x is bad or don't blah 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 and it's like (laughs) yeah that is so okay we can get into the nitty-gritty of that but like at the end of the day shut the fuck up like let's do something about it you know what i mean like that's how i feel it's like shut the fuck up (laughs) i mean she's like has a whole thing about like and then you're gonna fucking like blame poor people for shopping at zara like that's the only thing they have like that's not how you're gonna change something like right right and I and own that, that shit still gets made whether they buy it yeah, or not. Yeah, it's like that's so, not the right. change. on that point. Every time we have this conversation, or even like I I have conversations with people, like I guess it's the 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 people who want to be open or you know they they want they're trying to like internalize what we're saying. You know, there's just that like initial reaction of talking about how hard it is. And my whole point is not to say that we're talking about trying to change the fucking world. Mm, Of course, that's going to be fucking hard. Right. Right. Individually, collectively, like no one's. (laughs) <laughs> right. Right, maybe, right. For, maybe for you right. yeah hey, no, not me i'm really. no different yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. i would just intervene personally <laughs> if i was in the world wouldn't have gone down like that yeah. right and, but it's like no it's like we're not i'll speak for myself like i don't say these things to be like yeah you know like everyone has the same opportunity like come on just you know tr- like try as hard as you can and none of the other factors matter like no like that's that's not that's not what i'm saying it is the it's the imagination piece it's like all right well let's let's be real about what's happening and let's be real about what could be don't use like lies and mythologies at that level of the dis- discussion to rationalize not trying to do anything right like right. if you're not gonna do anything just be real about it. just say i don't exactly. want to yeah. i don't want to i don't feel like it right just yeah. say it and and, ex- and if, if you want to accept that for yourself so be it right. like i'll speak for myself like i'm not i'm not judging you like there's right. it's not like a moralistic thing for me yeah. i just know i don't i want to be free right and i know it's possible for us to be free and i know what's possible for us to do collectively to try and be free well, but it's feel- like make up make up your mind you know like right. make up your mind what do you really want right that, and that's don't so- try to talk me out of it yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, like, don't be a roadblock right. yeah. Yeah. that's so important because it's mm. like there's something to that because it's like you can say hey in the current way i got set up if the world's changing i can't do shit about it i won't be part of that until later right that's fine right but that doesn't mean it's just 
completely impossible. <laughs> right. Like, you right. can't just you can't just just because you, you. you it's impossible to you, you. but it, it's theoretically probably probably possible. Like, no, nah, right. nah, but I I work sixty hours a week, so could y'all just shut this whole thing down? Could yeah. That, could y'all <laughs> could y'all just like, Dude, stop it, trying? I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it with you. Stop trying. I can't come. Yeah. I can't come. Right. So it, stop it. It's, and it's like that. <laughs> point we always make about like how you start to go reactionary when you go down yes there. you yeah. start to literally become a counter-revolutionary yeah like yeah. that's what you're becoming it's yeah. like you're like it's the same boomer shit of just like yes that's a slippery slope right yeah. right because right. then it's like <laughs> <laughs> unless you're in that pocket where there's like a good chunk of people be like well that would never work people would have to trust each other unlike they do now and right. it's like yeah. that's the fucking point yeah. like, people don't trust each other they're so competitive and selfish right, it's like that's right. that's where mm -hmm. we're trying to change that's the exact right. point we're trying right. to change you know what's crazy is how how thin that veil is sometimes i i think i said this in the group chat but i don't know if i said it on the show but like I was talking to my cousin about that. You've talked about it before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, I oh, think really? twice now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh. The cousin, I mean, the cousin who said people are selfish. <laughs> like, oh, he, 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 like, oh, he mentioned dog. the babe story. Yeah, in yeah. It's gonna be yeah, I did okay. mention the babe story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna, I know there's going to be a compilation of being saying the same shit. I got a Okay, so the thing about me, I got cousins. Like, I was on this Greyhound bus one time. I got this thing called family. Okay. Well, <laughs> Rose said, anyways. <laughs> oh, oh. That's like when they come back from the cutaway gag on Family Guy. They're like, all right, well. Uh, uh, imagination. Imagination. It's all about right. imagination. Yeah, uh -huh. It's like the raven yeah. with the car. It's like, um, what are the cousins do I have? <laughs> no, I do think though. I do think the moral of that story is on imagination. It's yeah. Like, oh, like but make the point. On imagination. Point. Yeah. I think it's a good point. Yeah. Well, it's on, it's on imagination, and it's just the fact that a lot of people have just heard the same thing over and over, and they've never heard a justification right. for it. Right. They don't have. Yeah anything to back it up and if yeah. you if you put one piece of information in front of them then they're ready to let it go because i think most people i mean we have a liberatory instinct as people right so i think if anything to mm. uh to push you in that direction i think more people than mm. you're aware of would accept that yes uh, you want that threat yeah because yeah, i would because like if if i lived in a world where i where I really believed in this like capitalist realism shit, this Mark Fisher bullshit, where there really is no alternative, and somebody told me there was, I'd be like, yeah, fucking give me the give me yeah. that shit. Well, explain, like, mm -hmm. yeah. explain, like, go go on. Yeah. You know, yeah. I want to yeah. hear more. I think people aren't like, I think people are aware that they don't have anything to back up the yes. bullshit that they've been fed their whole yes. life, and yes. most people mm -hmm. have. And again, it's just a matter of values. I think most people are aware that reality has been distorted in some way mm -hmm. to get the to get the result that they've gotten. You yeah, know, right? It's just a, it's just a matter of what end of the spectrum you're on. Whether you're up here at the top and you're delegating those uh, that misinformation, or you're at the bottom and you're receiving it. You know, yeah. and then, you know, there's the right. fact of people's aspirations. Some people want to be up right. there, and they don't. You know, willful willful ignorance and all that. Right. But I think. 
It's also Mo- guilt, I think, though. I think yeah. I'm trying to think if there's like an unnecessary, totally agree. unnecessary guilt too. Yeah. a large part. Of the Maybe unnecessary. Yeah, probably unnecessary, like self-internalized, like guilt and conditioning. Hey, that yeah. is well, like it's a like, play oh, where you, you have a you work for Target. You're a capitalist, dude. It's yeah, that right. Kind of that yeah. internalized. Internalized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you don't necessarily think about it that consciously, but you think, oh, I'm I'm complicit in this. Yes, I'm yeah. complicit. But you're, but you're a wage worker, though. Right. And, and that's think, where it comes down. The complicitness yeah. is, I think, what fuels. Maybe wanting to accept the unlogical answer, like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to think yes, about. Yes, You're right. Like it makes so much sense rationally. Where don't we all want to hear the answer that makes us that makes us feel better and makes right. us want the world that we kind of all want? Yeah. But I think some people want to hear the other answer because then it's like, see, I was right all along. Like, yeah. I, I I knew I was fine just doing my target job or like doing whatever yeah, right. I'm doing. And not trying and not seeking it out because this is just the way it is. The way and it see, is. Yeah. Capitalist realism. Right. Like. That I don't know. I think there is something weird happening there, where some people want to yeah. hear the unlogical answer, or it well, get frustrated when you're like, "But that's not the answer." Yeah, because they have unlogical foundations. Yeah, you know, exactly. and it's like we have all these different definitions for the same words. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when we talk about freedom, we're talking about something completely different from most of this country. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we're yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. talking about something that's delegated to us by the Constitution. No, right. You know. A piece like, of fucking paper. A piece of fucking paper. It's like Nick I Nick Cage like, is gonna steal it anyway. But it's like what I mean like There's we, a treasure map on the back of it. I watched that recently, great movie. John Voigt's dad. Great oh movie. my god. Am I yeah. am I alone in not Sorry. One, am I alone in not knowing he's a coppola? Uh, Nick Cage. Yeah. Uh, Did everybody know that? And I just didn't I know. I, 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 I know it but... too, but I didn't know. It. Yeah, he was. He's Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. I didn't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. That. Nepotism. Nepotism, People. baby. Come Some, on. Sometimes it works out. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. We got Some, Nick Cage. Hey, look, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you just gotta pick. You know, you you need a kid to buy a bunch of dinosaur bones. Yeah. You gotta. You know. You gotta pick the right kid. I feel like if Nick Cage was here, be like, that, that didn't really help me. That. <laughs> not, not as much as you would think. It didn't help me like that. <laughs> what were you saying about? I was saying, so like, what do you think about like, I guess the first and second amendments are get the harped on the most in terms, of, mm-hmm. like, especially let's say in comedy, like, so many fucking people uh, harp on freedom of speech as a right that comedians are at the front lines defending or some shit like that, and I get so frustrated right. with that argument because I hear like relatively rational people make this argument mm-hmm. that like we're the we're the last vestiges of free of freedom of speech even <laughs> though it's <laughs> even though it's never really been uh free ever since the sedition act of the 18 18- like you know like people people don't think about these little like technicalities that are already uh implicit in mm. constitutional amendments and the fact that like something that's handed and what's supposed to be a natural right that's handed down to you by a legal body is never going to embody what it actually mm-hmm. truly means because under a nation state like this and especially in comedy if you look at the if you look at the way the industry is structured do you really have freedom of speech if you have to go through <laughs> years and years of avenues of like working with these entities and like you start to you know, you start to self-censor because you know, like, NBC's not going to let me say this on their yeah. networks or HBO's yeah. not going to let me say this. And then yeah. only then, after working yeah. through all of those avenues, do you eventually get to 
the Netflix, HBO specials, the all these different avenues that comedians eventually get to, uh, where now you're so buried mm. in these little, uh, in that, I mean, whether it's guilt or uh, just just manufactured consent, I don't know, where mm-hmm. you really believe that you don't believe those things anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to the extent that you just won't say them, um, say disparaging things about the people. Right? You, won't bite, the, you won't bite the hands that feeds you, and then right. you don't realize a lot of fucking hands are feeding you. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? a, the thread that's interesting in that is, wow, think about who you care about not offending. Mm. Yes, and that's why- and who you- will just offend yes exactly without thinking (laughs) and and i um i have been trying to make this point for a long time and uh demetrius sent me a book uh martin (laughs) yeah demetri martin sent me a book uh (laughs) that kind of encapsulates a lot of things i've said on the show over the years but just the fact that like uh comedy has shifted into a a an art form that's f- made for domination. It's the, it doesn't exist for anything else almost. If you go through these traditional mm-hmm. avenues, you know, because at best you're saying completely innocuous shit that doesn't offend anybody. And like, you know, you know, Nate Bargatze is a hilarious comedian to me. We saw it, we went and saw him live. He's a great comic, but he doesn't say anything really. Mm-hmm. He doesn't push the needle, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or you can fully go completely fascist and mm-hmm. you know just stand by while netflix defends you defends your right to do it right. defends your right to say it because we have freedom of speech we have to defend his right to do it mm-hmm. and we have to pay him millions of dollars to say it that's what that's how it works you know and i r- realized i deviated super far away from your point <laughs> no, but no. but you know that's uh but that's what it is that's the those are the things that we defend when we talk oh. about I was, freedom or whatever. Yeah, you know, I was gonna say that, it's not like the actual, just baseline. Yes, <laughs> meaning of the word. I was gonna say, or you could go cooler George Carlin route. You could go cooler. Go George more Carlin. radical than George Carlin. Yeah, but not being, I don't know, gimme about <laughs> it. <laughs> not, so I'm a commie, right? Blasting and, the hard R. Uh-huh. So I'm a, so I'm a commie. The you you the war in Iraq, right? Right. <laughs> it's always the Pretty same. Bad, it's huh? always it's always the same like subjects that they yeah. zero in yeah. on first. Right. It's, it's like, always like imperial. The whole thing is just about imperialism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Even then, it feels like it, just like uh, anti-capitalist fanfare that's not really right. like, grounded in anything. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, the thing like who go- here agrees with me? Yeah. 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 I used to be watching. <laughs> who here loves Kim Jong Un? That was right. Right. that was one yeah. of the funny jokes and. Like, one of my favorite Patton Oswalt specials of all time. Patton Oswalt, like one of my favorite comics of all time, but he's like, I don't care who I offend in this room full of people I emailed, but it's like, what a, I love that. Cause that's exactly what all those people are doing. Yeah. Right. What's up with his social media? Huh? Uh, Patton Oswalt. He's just Dude, like, he's, he's learning. Is he terminally online? Was that know. it? Or what was it? He's, he's getting better. Wait, well, wait, wait. Well, so what's, not to go into a Patton Oswalt. We talked for Remy. thirty minutes about Patton. Ratatouille. Let's get into it. <laughs> All right, really quickly though, uh-huh. he's getting better. Like, what is that? What do you? Oh, I was just making a joke. Oh, like okay. he's working on himself. Oh, because all these celebrities like, well, he took Didn't like, he write, we he took about a selfie this with Chappelle and then he took another picture apologizing, uh, yeah, and it was like a dramatic so, photo of him. Okay. 
writing, writing the, the Instagram yes. post yes. in yeah. the green room. You didn't see yeah. this, Brian? The deer stand sort of. <laughs> I love him, yeah. man. It's just he's just a little little lib boy who's just. <laughs> he's under that same right you yeah. know hydraulic right. press yeah and the thing i'm trying to say also is like this is kind of diving back to the imagination people saying oh it's impossible it's like it's it i feel like the the hard thing the, the dissonance that's hard to carry at the same time is like you can f you can acknowledge we're on a total accelerating doom spiral and and you can feel hopelessness but still have imagination like yeah mm -hmm. Like, it's like, a, you know, when there's two minutes left at a basketball game, and you're like, well, we could do a three, and then if we got another steal, like, you just yeah. stay in the game, right. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your heart's in it, dog. You're down by four. Yeah, I'm it's thinking, like, I'm like, thinking about this uh, professional Super Smash Bros. Melee player, M2K, yeah. who, Mewtwo King, who is, you know, he's known for, if he's getting his ass whooped, he'll just like lose the game like on purpose like he'll just run mm. off the the stage and and end it instead of like <laughs> continuing to play right, yeah and i think he's just gonna run off and end it and mutiking immediately makes the job easier for dr pp by just running off stage and raging and he's like done this like his whole <laughs> yeah. but it's like yeah don't be mutuking <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, don't exactly. do that. i mean sometimes you know sometimes there's a there's a momentum of feeling or, or lack thereof rather where you're like yeah, yeah no, no nothing's gonna happen here but life is more complex than a video game <laughs> okay mm -hmm. folks there's more factors at play all yeah. right are you a gamer <laughs> Play video games. Online just turns. <laughs> yeah. Police life. I, right. No, not really. I used to be, but yeah, I don't know. It's like became too much of a like. I'm afraid of getting sucked back into that time suck because mm -hmm. I know I can yeah. really sink yeah. the hours. Every productive, right. prolific person I've ever talked to has said exactly that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. why. Because I, bought, like, I bought a switch with the pandemic because I was just like I needed. I felt yeah. like a human battery as well. And I was like, yeah. I need something. Somebody's like, dude, Zelda, like you're gonna, like, that's a good one. you'll feel like you're outside again without having to go outside. Oh my <laughs> God. That's, just go, that's again, real though. That's a dark way to sell it, but it's a good game. It was great. It did the yeah. trick. I was like, yeah. it really, yeah, was what I needed yeah. at the time. Buck's but. been playing that like 10 hours a day. Yeah. On mobile, I don't get my, I, I have like motion, so I can't do the mm -hmm. mobile I forever. I can't do it. I don't understand people that don't just buy a pro controller and just stick Same. the Joy-Cons. Same, that's me. Like, just treat doing? it like an Xbox. What are you doing? I went in there and I beat that uh, that temple forum or that with divine. Oh, you beat that uh, the hard the right hardest after, boss right after you left. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't get the witness. Almost now. as <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's gonna be like almost as hard as beating capitalism. Let's get back on topic. <laughs> we just rage quit society. That's what we do. <laughs> it's sort of like you're taking the L. You know what I mean? That's what you're doing. Like YouTube, don't do that. All right? Don't take an L, folks. I want to do up for your rights. Organize. I want to do to the NYPD the equivalent of the Donkey Kong move, where you put someone on your back and then you just go off the map right. with them. That's yeah. what I want to do. Yeah. Yo. That's what I want to do with a, a good handful of them. Yeah. I'm just kidding. A good stage spike. Just throw them in a video in Smash Brothers. Yeah. Oh, God yeah. damn. No, oh. but um, I, I, my, the question that comes to me is, I've never been to Amsterdam, but I'm like, I am curious sort of what the landscape is like in terms mm. of 
I don't. People's heads I hate to at. use the word po- political, but like, mm. yeah, in terms yeah. of like, and I'm obviously not talking about electoral politics. I'm talking about you know, it's yeah. philosophy, it's social, it's economic, it's. It's an interesting question because I like I wanted to, or I wanted to note on this, or I was thinking about this before. You were asking about my design journey and stuff, mm-hmm. and like, like your story is like much more, like the one I was jealous of usually, where it's like people mm-hmm. that got into design because they were part of a subculture. It also kind of goes yeah. back to like being a guy. Like there was just more of a, you know, there were actual subcultures. That's how people got into design, whether mm-hmm. it was music yeah. or skateboarding mm-hmm. or whatever. And for me, it was like, I, I always wonder if it's like a product of being a 90s baby or a product of being in the Netherlands. I'm not really sure, but like, it was much more of like a career path. Like when I look mm-hmm. back on it and like yeah. through it, I found things that I <laughs> really have been interested in and yeah. at, like, but I think the start of it, I mean, it, there's a mix. There's like sort of high school and I was just sort of like doing the thing. And I don't know, it was very like, I don't know, there was nothing that crazy mm-hmm. about it. And then there was like, I was making blogs and I kept making new blogs until I realized that I wasn't interested in keeping a blog, but I was interested in giving it a name and <laughs> yeah, a header. Right. And right, so that right. was maybe the first inclination of like, oh, I like designing it, I guess, but <clears> I had <throat> no training in it and know really how to do it. Yeah. But I feel like, a lot of the Netherlands is sort of this very like, you know, sort of like it's not as socialist or like um, how do you call it like social democrat or like welfare right. state as right. Denmark, but it's right. kind of there and sort of just like yeah, just be normal and just keep you know keep on the path Career and you can have a nice little life that's right, not too yeah. hard and not right. too challenging. I mean, there's almost like a a part where it's like. Is is it too mundane? Is it too neutral to really fuel right. the flames of what is needed right, right now? Yeah. Right. Sometimes it's yeah. sort of like that scene right. in Andor. I don't know if you guys watched Andor. The, I gotta watch I that. I swore just, off all that Disney shit. Same. And they're I like, Andor is the best thing they've ever made. I'm I like, just Fuck. had a friend text me yesterday to watch it's it. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Really? Like, it's fucking good. It's supposed to be like rebellion. I did even. start it. Yeah. Like there's yeah. a scene in it. God they're not to spoil it, but there's a scene in it where they talk about. They just talk about like. To start a rebellion, maybe the people need to be under more pressure first from the system, yeah. which is, I mean, I don't know if I agree with that at all. I haven't thought about I that too much, but it's an interesting notion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is yeah. a bit accelerationist, but yeah. it's more just like a revolution needs to come out of a very genuine need. And yeah. I, I have like, similar yeah. conversations with uh, friends in Japan. Mm. Just a random note. I mm. mean, I could yeah. talk about it, but it was just reminding me of. of that. Know, it's like it's both. Mm. It's both the state of the. But that's what you're saying in terms of like. Like, that's why I always don't get, why don't they try to just make that, why don't you just try to make everyone shut the fuck up, give them healthcare, give them a, like, if you're so satanic and evil, it's yeah. giving us a slightly each other life, it would, yeah. it would, do- <laughs> well, who I mean, you get to save capitalism. Yeah, yeah. you would do I mean, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. stop killing everybody, I mean, make literally. healthcare, you know, and that's it. But I mean, there's too literally. much, it's too out of their hands now. Yeah. Is what, like the 40s <laughs> yeah. through the 60s? Is that not what happened? <laughs> I mean, the question is, of course, like the Netherlands can do it within their borders because they maybe externalize a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And maybe yeah. in America, that violence is, is as much within its borders as, as it is outside. Right. I'm not sure. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, it's, I think it's a mix of like the the quality of life within the Netherlands mixed right. with right. A culture, culture as well. Yes. There's like this Dutch mm-hmm. saying that's like, just be normal, you're already weird enough. Like it's very much like a. Yeah. How do you say Yo, you it? Gotta you have to freak. Okay. Yes, you can't say that. Do ma normal dan ben je gek genoeg. Wow. Of do ma normal dan doe je gek genoeg. Like if you act normal, you're already acting weird enough. Like and that's like yeah. it's such a like I get a bit 
bored sometimes being back just because it's not a country that celebrates characters. Just like not even right. success necessarily, although that comes into it as well. But it's just like, yeah, there's no real celebration of like weirdos and just eccentric I, I was gonna, eccentricism. Yeah. And I don't know, that feels like it's part of the culture that also keeps down some always, of the more. I did always think it was interesting that if y'all talk quietly enough, it sounds like you could you could just be from Wisconsin. It's like, <laughs> what is that? What is that based on? What type of national character is that based on? Yeah. You know, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. it's almost yeah. it's worse on that sort of like that dynamic of people being placated for mm -hmm. lack of a better word it's it's worse than in japan because yeah. in japan there's a lot of stuff i describe it just around it's at the cultural level of hierarchy you know like mm -hmm. if you talk to people around our age or younger in japan now you know they'll if you if you ask like who does everyone hate they'll say like oji-chan like the uncle and they're talking about basically where gerontocracy and patriarchy meets it's like these mm. there's all these old men yeah. that are deciding everything it's not too dissimilar from some of the discourse that's that's over here but and there's like there's more examples like senpai kohai there's like all these things that yeah uh, you know, in my conversations with Japanese friends where you're like, well, that could be an opening to kind of like get get people sort of like worked up and 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 expand their thinking, their imagination towards like a better system or whatever. Um, but it sounds like in fucking Amsterdam, it's like it's yeah. so chill almost at a certain level. I that... mean, let me let me also, you know, paint a slightly more complex picture. Like I think yeah. obviously there's plenty of stuff i mean there's a lot of stuff wrong with the netherlands and there's plenty of people suffering from there. that and there's a lot of like american politics that have come over maybe for the better but have been copied over in like a two one-on-one -on -one way like black lives matter was it's just weird. like copied over one-on-one yeah. -on -one. it's weird yeah. it doesn't mean that it doesn't have a place in the netherlands but it's it's more than black in in the netherlands similar thing in Japan, here too obviously but like yeah. in the netherlands like racism and people of color are so much more it's you know so much more than black it's just like a lot of that population that is un as under the same type of pressure yeah. are, you know, Moroccan immigrants, right, Turkish immigrants, right. Indonesian immigrants, Moroccan immigrants. Yeah. Like we have a huge mix, mixing pile being a fucking colonialist heritage country. Yeah. But um, so there is stuff there that obviously is like, it's not all perfect. And there's, there's those pressures are starting to work in like waking people up and people are organizing and this kind of stuff. Um, but you know, and there's some overlap with capitalism there starting to happen. It's like it's starting to happen. Also, the housing crisis in specifically Amsterdam right now is getting to a point where people are really like going back to squatting, which Amsterdam has a mm. really great history of squatting. Like it used mm -hmm. to be legal. Like it used to have an actual functioning system where it was legal to squat. So it prevented people from just having real estate to make money off of because if you just had it empty, people could legally break into it and, and basically wow. claim it. Mm -hmm. And then you could eventually start renting it, but then they made it illegal. And now people are starting to like squat again because it's just like the only way mm -hmm, to protest yeah. left. That is also just like, yeah, there's like a fucking hotel that's being renovated, but nobody's working on it because they're waiting for the metal prices to go down. Mm -hmm. It's just standing empty. Well, like, so yeah, we're going to live there. Right. Um, so it's starting to happen, but I, for a long time felt like, yeah, maybe there's, it's a bit too good sometimes for, for it to really there's an oh, overarching yeah. cultural dynamic, and then there's a cultural dynamic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, that's that's yeah. what I picked up from the, th the through line and everything yeah. you were saying, because it's like, even with all the material changes and and these, maybe it's also the 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 scale of the social tensions and dynamics. Even like, 
yeah. you know yeah so again similar similar dynamic and conversation in terms of japan as well people have the same sort of like and then fascists also use that as like a jump off when they say yes look the countries that are more homogenous are more at peace well and they're in the netherlands they're using yeah. it because the the people that are most pissed off I don't know. It's coming from like you know. It's like the farmers' protests are a big thing now, and it's like mm-hmm. the people actually making noise are getting co-opted very quickly by the right because mm. of because they're the only ones there to you know receive them. Right. As, as is also right. a typical story here, of course. Like, yeah. The, yeah. Is there a like on, like a Gen Z online socialist <laughs> kind of archetype <laughs> over there or no? Like, is that just us? We're living through. I feel like that's global. Avenue. I feel it is, it's just like is, is there is there like an online left from the Netherlands at all? I think so. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely like that stuff. Yeah, is there as well? Mm-hmm. But it's also like a big mix of expat like. You know, it's like mm. you know. Oh, okay. I feel like it's Damn. it's no, it's not like just like it's so many perils yeah. with Japan. It's mm. wild. Yeah. Same things. Same yeah, thing I'm sure there's like a fetishization of it that happens just based on it's so much nicer over here, like that kind so, of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, like that. You mean like that's what you mean like ex- expats coming over and just no, like, no, no, oh, no. Just, just so that nice. they're expats, that culture. So they're they're kind that of that internet culture yeah. is is like is oh, okay. has a big overlap with the expat yeah. community because yeah. I think like I don't know like like. It's just like an internet culture in general. Right. So mm-hmm. like, and I feel like expert. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I also mean, don't have a great sort of um, anthropological may, picture of this. So I might be very wrong. I mean, it does make it. sense if you remove yourself from your cultural background, you want to stay connected in some way. So I'm yeah. sure they're more likely to be engaged yeah. online in some way. But yeah, beyond that, I can't really speak to it. I don't know. No, that makes a lot of sense. Also, yeah. I guess like yeah, I, that stuff is coming a lot from like. It is coming a lot from art students. Like there is sort mm-hmm. of a resurgence of this again, the squatter movement, which has an overlap with like art schools and this kind of stuff. And I feel like within Europe, there's a lot of promotion of like inner travel within Europe between arts. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. it's a bit easier for even working class people in Germany to go to the Netherlands to an art school than it yeah. is, you know, to go. Like it's I don't know if you go. Yeah, I don't know. There's like overlap there in that sort of crafting of that sort of Gen Z gotcha. online socialist. Um, character in a way, yeah. Because I'm think, just like yeah. I'm. I'm just thinking like here, like a fucking conservative dad could have like a daughter who dyes her hair and she starts talking about fucking communism at the yeah. dinner table, and I'm like, yeah. I'm wondering if that's. I'm if hoping it's, it's happening. Ad, yeah. I think so. Probably. I mean, there is. It, it does feel like there's a you know as as much as there's a problem with people sticking to the character of that, like we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. There's also fruitful ground there to build upon right like yeah. to, right. to you know yeah. those those are it's a good audience to try to capture or like talk yeah. to at least or engage and it's like you know the pressure the, the pressure can cause change but also like the pressure can give you time to actually do the work of the change so it's like yeah yeah, yeah. this like, is this is um semi-related um i'm just because we've been saying like socialist and like socialism a lot in this one. <laughs> and um, I just can't wait for the moment where that is not the entry point mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. Like, and I know some people might hear hear me say that and be like, what? Right. What are you talking about? Um, Freeza, but it's just, apparently. You said what? Freeza? Freeza? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, monkey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, just like, and where that's coming from is just like 
so many of the isms and and schisms they obviously create all different types of openings to like finding other ideas and that that's like undeniable but i'm also sensing that depending on where you start it can really heavily shape the scope of your imagination where you're ultimately yeah. going to end up what you're willing to accept and i think that's like really really important to look at taking in what we've already said about how conditioned we are mm -hmm, right. you know so like when you're talking about socialism you know you're just the workers controlling the means of production it's like well that's not all that will make up a new a better world and system and more specifically freedom you know it's like i'm i'm hoping we can get to a place where this is related to a i had a meeting with um some some japanese friends of mine and um like we were talking about sort of the the for lack of a better word universal power in zeroing in on hierarchy specifically as the entry point and then tying that mm -hmm. to the ecological or environmental if you want to call it that and i feel like that's like the next the next level yeah. you know i know we've we talked about it uh a, a million times before on this show but that's what came to mind but this uh, show has helped in that sense also for me because it's mm -hmm. like you know you i don't know you sort of reverse sometimes to certain lingo or when you try to oh, talk yeah. about stuff oh, and, of course yeah. and you, even if it's not socialism then it's like you know collective decision making right or this or that right and i think you guys are always really good at being like what do, what do you want like yeah. like start with <laughs> right. what you want like yeah. what do you want right. what do you need yeah. And, right. and go from there and like shout out to Dan Taoyang like who's who used to be involved with Soft Surplus I was talking to him recently and he was also just like well if you're interested in collective decision making like why do you want collective decision making why are you making? collectively yeah. what are you collectively like, deciding yeah. right. for what and what? for what and like right. maybe because you don't maybe there's decisions you want to make but you want validation from other people to make those decisions that's why you want collective decision making yeah. like he was like really good at just being like he's like that that's and that's fine but like just start with what why what do you want right. and what and why, why? and maybe yeah. the answer is to have collective decision making or yeah. socialism or whatever you want to then add to it yeah. but yeah, what do you want? You like, can extend yeah. that good... to, to socialism, though. Mm -hmm. Workers controlling means of production for what? Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Why? Right. And also, and let's unpack right. workers. Right. Let's unpack class. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, it's. I don't think it's a coincidence. And, and uh, I don't remember, I feel like you were hitting on this note, though, like in terms of Marx, like yeah. so much inherent in in Marx that just completely misses mm. that yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah you know i mean that's a that's a part of why these tendencies like the authoritarian tendencies are marked by to be honest 9 times out of 10 it's a misreading or misrepresentation of his own writings and thoughts but in other ways no it's an outgrowth of some of the things he missed or was conveniently avoiding in his yeah. in his writings. You know, it's like, I mean, when you talk about workers, it's like it's the industrial proletariat as opposed to every other person who can be said to be doing work. Mm. It entirely excludes, uh, let's say, farm workers for an example. It excludes uh, domestic workers who happen to be women for the most part. Mm. Entirely uh, disabled it, people. Disabled people. Literally, just anyone who's doing something. As long as you can demyst or as long as you can mystify a form of labor, uh, and say it's not what it is, then they don't get 
includes... revolution. They don't get to own anything. They don't get. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just entirely boxes out. So, like, realistically, what sixty to seventy percent of yeah. yeah, it starts to get into like that live to work kind of framework mm. where it's like there's yeah. also baked into Marx is like this positivism, like this uh, this this notion of like humans have evolved to the point where now we're developing the technological capacity to literally like dominate and control the rest of the natural world and we have to use that to free ourselves and there's a contradiction in like inherent in that thinking and that in order for us to be free we have to we have to coexist and meet the non-human natural world where it's at Right. You know, I mean, there's a million and one different points. And like the the bizarre thing to me um, in a lot of ways is how influenced by anarchist Marx actually was and yeah. utopian socialists specifically, mm. you know. Um, but anyways, yeah. And, you know, when if you're using socialism as an entry point, most of the time the narrative you're going to get is, well, there's utopian socialism and there's scientific socialism and mm. the utopian socialism that's kitty play shit don't look at it yeah. it, it, it's, mm-hmm. it failed <laughs> don't look scientific yeah. socialism look we got nation state neo-colonial representation legitimized <laughs> power right. with red banner and that really they were free over there they're free over there now look at us we're pouring <laughs> liquids back and forth from beaker to beaker that's <laughs> yeah. sci- yeah. it's scientific socialism yeah, right. that's what i really thought science was there's more case. water pouring... in the small glass <laughs> and in the large glass <laughs> here's, here's the thing with the scientific piece you know like if you if you read marx and Engels on scientific socialism they're they're it's not it's not bad stuff you know like it's it's talking about it's even it incorporates the uto- the utopian in it. It's just saying using a, a scientific methodology, trying and testing, and in in the effort or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the 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 problem is that it's interpreted as what we call scientism. You know, mm-hmm. so it's this mm-hmm. idea that science, this <laughs> this immortal, <laughs> literally, people will say immortal science. Yeah. You know, which really it's hu- it's is that like immortal technique? It's social. It's humans <laughs> study and interpret and largely European, you know, study and interpretation of the natural world. And there's there's something pure and, uh, you know, it's it trumps all. Mm. And we we follow the you know we follow the the lead of that consensus, and that's how we find our way to this socialist right. society. So that's how you get the, this mechanistic sort of like relationship uh or this picture being painted of humans that look we're so advanced that you know we can we, we can control all of this we can we can control the rest of well, the like natural this, that's we are the, the problem top. is while we were advancing all that stuff we were regressing all the internal shit <laughs> the yeah. social we're actually yeah. not advanced at all <laughs> right. like an yeah. advanced society would <laughs> not be like this at all yeah. so the flintstones and the jetsons are the <laughs> same show they're the same show there's just tubes in the sky but that's it that's all they have he, he's got a robot slave in the house I, I guess what made me think still has a uniform. What made me think to <laughs> to go down this thread beyond like socialism being brought up is trying to imagine what in Amsterdam and other parts of Europe like the quote unquote left discourse or 
whatever is like and i would imagine it's this it's similar as what's going on here which is people are kind of arguing over their label their personal brand yeah. uh mm-hmm. and label and you know it's not really it's, it's <laughs> not it's not really about the thing as i call no, it i mean it's know? another form of consumption it's just it's literally just yeah. adopting the right. right identity to be accepted by the people around you, you know? can i can i say one last thing just to i want to for maybe for people who haven't watched previous episodes or like they haven't soaked in a, a lot of the the stuff that we're talking about i just wanted to end my my point on the socialism thing uh on a point that was for me in my my education self education was like really opened my eyes and it was the simple fact that our problems didn't start with capitalism yeah you know like our suffering oppression yeah. domination didn't start with capitalism and so when you realize that and you look you look pre-capitalist societies okay well how did capitalism come and shape and form out of that and what how and why were people suffering in those societies what was what was at the root of that and the through line going all the way back to the beginning is hierarchy mm-hmm. you know and like and that's why i feel like when when we're talking about social again like we were talking about decentralization where it's like i don't know what that mean like what do you really mean what what is what is the conclusion for you when you use that term it's the same thing with socialism and and communism and then anarchism is another conversation yeah. i feel like but <laughs> and no it's like it's got to be above the isms yes, right? yes. Right, right? that is my point yeah. yeah that is my point it's not to say that there's not liberatory knowledge and ideas that you can find through i all those. It, yeah. i tell yeah. everyone just read it all take it all right, as much yeah. of it all in as you can but think critically about it yeah. you know there's also like there's some fundamentals here and the fundamentals go beyond. They go beyond. They transcend. The I, feel like, I feel like. Wait, but while we're talking to the people who haven't seen the show. Uh, so my cousin was making a point. About, <laughs> he was. He, he, he said this thing that Nigerians love to say about human nature. <laughs> so humans are so selfish. We're and then, trying to... and then I and then, and then I, you're not going to believe I said I said this. It's not true. And you're not going to believe what he said. He said. He said, you guys know what he said. He said, he said, really? Really? <laughs> we just wanted to clear up why the name of this chapter is Socialism is Bad. <laughs> I know that's jarring, but we need clicks. No. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, I'm, I hear your point, but I'm just, what about Venezuela, though? Yeah. What about Venezuela? What about Beyond socialism, that's my point. Yeah. Well, and that's what I think, I think, you know, it's weird because like a lot of the times this shit feels like like i don't know it feels like a a mission to mars or some shit it feels very alienated isolated oh yeah Yeah. it feels like shut up you're pissing somebody off every step of the way yeah yeah no and it's like but it's also like we were just talking today i mean like even the people closest Mm. yeah are so far they're so they're not even close it's really crazy yeah and you know we at least are are already past all that we were beyond that already and so we watch just people try to the we watch the reactions to this show Mm -hmm. and it does often you see people trying to associate us with shit we have absolutely no Mm. interest in being associated with at all yeah in fact 
like it's uh, the crux of the whole strategy is not is is, <laughs> yeah. is that right. it is in fact not shackled by any sort of right. like categorization yeah. right so it's just really funny because but it's also like all these things we say it all the time but it's like once you see it you don't unsee it like once you're past mm -hmm. that once yeah. you actually yeah. internalize like yeah. i don't have to call myself a ml or right. a socialist or this right. or that right. Right. in fact yeah. i don't even have to use those words at yeah. all yeah yeah at all yeah. Just take it's action. hard to like go back to the conversation with the person with you know the dprk flag and their fucking <laughs> twitter yeah. name and like <laughs> Try to you know talk to them, right? But on, and on the flip side of why that, why you disrespect or... Lennon, man? <laughs> <laughs> why you talk shit about? Did you? Did he's you let's drop that clip in. Yeah. Why not? Oh he's, shit! He's oh always, yes, he's I can find it. I can, I it. I can, can probably... we do that? Yeah, yeah blurred. Blur I don't live in that area anymore, but could, so. But out of respect for them, we could blur their their face out. Sure. But let's <laughs> let's give yeah, the let's give the context. Did we tell the story? A Russian guy who was like look chill like he was a chiller you know he was drunk out of his mind like and i was like a block away from my apartment and i think i made just some really blunt tiktok about lennon or some shit um and yeah he literally crossed the street and was like about lennon man like he like crossed the street <laughs> and he was drunk and he was rushing he's like lennon's the best fucking thing we have yeah, fuck you. Man. You know that. Why like, so why you say all, that? He's all we have. And I had just watched a video of like a Krav Maga guy being like, if someone wants to attack you or like wants to confront <laughs> you, just compliment them. <laughs> and it disarms them completely. And I was just like, hey, yeah, nice tattoos, man. Where'd you get them done? I like your tattoos. Where'd you get them done? Yo, in Russia, man. You got them done in Russia? Yeah, man. I like them. Thank like you. How the, you doing? The spider web on that. Yeah, why, why are you talking all that shit? Like, you know, you're like comedian, bro. Like, why are you talking all that shit, man? Oh, like, did land, that hurt when you got it done? Landing and everything. Like, you know, like there is no better fucking, you know, option for us. Then, what do you mean? I don't fucking know, man. All right. Stay safe. Stay safe, man. And he was drunk and it just immediately fizzled out and I was able to That's go home. That's great. But yeah, it was nice. the first time that I was like, I've been approached on the street only positively except for that one instance. He recognized yeah. you from your TikTok. Yeah, and he was like specifically so wanting to, but you know, that guy just cared. He was just a fan, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. but he was also a nationalist, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like that's what's interesting to me. You know, he's the best we had. We we had. Fuck, I hope I can yeah. find that clip. But yeah. oh no, it's I got it. Oh, you do? Oh, Good. yeah, for sure. <laughs> this archivist right here. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> no, but like think think about that um, mm -hmm. on this point about imagination. Mm -hmm. To him, Lenin is like that's a symbol yeah. of this nationalistic mythos that makes up for mm -hmm. him a part of his identity especially yeah. probably living in the U.S. or in, in a moment where the USSR and those aesthetics are in vogue with a lot more young people. Mm -hmm. It's like really There was a class yeah, element, about. too. Like, his clothes were too cool. His oh, tattoos yeah. were a little too nice. Like, it was just yeah. like... That is a thing, too. It's like, yeah, I don't... Yeah. Not he, to say that He's now are, part yeah. of, like, bourgeois like leftist american leftist shit yeah and that's not to say like there's a there's a bourgeois corner of every fucking tendency sure. in the world right um 
but the hierarchy and the bourgeois nationalistic mentality definitely go hand in hand Mm -hmm. and the elitism and to authoritarianism or rather Mm-hmm. You know, I'm using the, the the terminology like making a distinction in, in, in the national sense like, socialism. Well, in the sense that <laughs> elitism is associated with the capitalists, but authority authoritarianism is associ- associated with the people that are going to liberate you. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, you were saying like unsee this like once you see it, you can't unsee it. Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. And I think that also ties back to the hopefully what's happening. I think in the creative class, or at least like how. If the exploiters get a, you know, or so, if the distinction becomes so clear, then hopefully it gets to a point where once you see it, you can't unsee it. Like that's at least my hope. Yeah. Where it's once some of these things start to click for people, and that's also maybe not to come back to like the creative scene or the left scene or whatever in Amsterdam, Netherlands, mm-hmm. is that I do hope that there is a turning point that is within reach where it's like once you see it, you can't unsee it, and it just becomes like what? Wait, yeah, like we don't just own our shit we don't just like we we don't live our own freedom like these things yeah. are very logical also like yeah. they are the sort of like inherently logical answers so i i don't know this sort of seeing like you once you see it you can't unsee it that's what it feels like to me at least mm-hmm. also like having yeah still relatively recently starting to engage with this stuff like three years four years now like it's just like i cannot imagine in 10 years people still working for a boss like why would yeah. you do that like if there's other ways to do it yeah. And accept, I don't know. Well, it's just like, oh, sorry. Sorry, I was going to say, like, it's just kind of like coming to a head where it's like, I, I really do believe that this the creative industry at large, like, was more, it was more, like, I don't know, there was more mobility, basically. Whereas now it's just like, just like the disparity of wealth, there's sort of the disparity of creative control where all this, all the, all the creators are on one side and all the yes you know green lighters on mm-hmm. one side mm-hmm. and it's literally it's this you know it reflects how our government is it's like it's literally showing that it cannot run itself it doesn't mm-hmm. know how to yeah. run itself right. yeah um y'all don't know how to act right <laughs> and so it's just like i feel like there has to be like that tension i mentioned before where um you know the best situation you can get is still it's like you're working under morons Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and i can imagine unless you're the ceo of like a whatever like i see why everyone has this entrepreneurial spirit sometimes in the design world or whatever like you're kind of a freelancer your own boss but then you're also working with clients and it's like like if you're really that good unless you own the company you're still like doing making revisions and suck not sucking up but like whatever you're yeah. catering to another person's like creative decisions who has no yeah. creative like pedigree so right I just feel like that's not going to hold. Um, and I feel like the moment there is literally anything that takes what we're doing from being, you know, kind of the raw clay it is now, mm-hmm. and it becomes something you can, something closer, hegemonic force, something <laughs> closer to paying $5 a month. It's not paying $5 a month, but it's closer to that than it is now. It's <laughs> it's like maybe a mile inward to that, you know, it's $5, then, $5 less than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then you're going to see a big, like the moment any of what we're talking, like that's how confident I am in yeah. the North star of this is, if you know this is where it's going to take you, if it can get a little bit closer to your front door, to your kitchen table, in terms of like understanding it and taking it as like a starter pack and doing it yourself, mm. you're going to do it in fucking You're basically oh, yeah. saying we need right. a killer app. 
is what yes. you're saying. Yes. <laughs> exactly. One app can change the world. One app Start can change it all. <laughs> yeah. Platforms like YouTube, Patreon, Spotify, they're all ass. They don't respect your privacy, they're riddled with ads, and they're completely silent and unreachable when you need help. Have you ever talked to somebody at YouTube? Think about that. I sure haven't. To top it all off, we don't control them at all, despite being the reason they exist. So that's why we're partnering with a design and development agency called to build our own cooperative alternatives that bring the best features of all those platforms together and that we can control together too. We seriously got to have an exodus to some sort of digital Zion that we've built ourselves. Somewhere where all of us can actually have a say over the technology that we're using to communicate with each other. For more on how you can support us all in getting off these shitty platforms, visit opencollective.com slash digital Zion and tap in. Just because these dystopian systems are eating themselves alive doesn't mean they got to take us with them. Counter-hegemonic uh, yeah. force <laughs> to dissolve authoritarian power relations. Are you doing, uh, Phil, yeah, Phil, are you doing Phil Hartman right now? <laughs> yeah. That was like a half-assed a thing. Counter-hegemonic yeah. force. Counter-hegemonic force, partner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, no, I feel like I make a, like a small realization every week or so that like locks in all this information just a little bit more. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And the I, diabolical. I, the diabolical it's the diabolical materialism that's what it is it's the diabolical that's not uh, out yet is it no that's it's supposed uh, to be out tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah yeah but it'll, it'll be out before joke this you always, you always yeah. go like the dialect you're talking about the right. dialectic bro right. oh, yeah it's the right. diabolical wait till you see this, this yeah. Next uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh um but yeah, I feel like I have a just a new thing that makes just mm-hmm. it clicks a little bit more and I feel like I get just a little bit more of an endorphin rush just from knowing I'm talking about the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know? yeah. Right. Just like feel just feeling like I'm on the right track. Just like yeah. uh, actually talking and- about something. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like feeling like I'm not spinning my fucking wheels. You know, you know what? It's I'd like- rather talk about this to anybody else, but you're the only ones who get it. So I gotta come back here every week. <laughs> gotta come but back like- here every week, talk to these fucks. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, but, but it's like- a, it's a it's yeah, like the communicate or just like yeah. knowing like mm-hmm. I don't know, just for yourself. That, yeah. yeah. And just like a new way of explaining it every time I think about it. Like it just it's really simple and like yeah. I knew this in uh, in practice, but I hadn't articulated it in this way. But just like if you think about all of these in, uh, working relations, it's just like they're they're engineered so that they're they're designed so that you're supporting the institution rather than the other way around. And it's such a simple way of thinking about mm-hmm. it, but it's literally like if you think of just this lofty thing that's above you that you don't get to see, and you're putting all this work, whether it's like the church or com- or mm. like this vague idea of community or like civic duty, on all your resources and all your labor, all your energy is going up toward just maintaining that, and you're just left at the bottom to just like fend for yourself. It's like it's such a simple way of thinking about it, but if you reframe everything to be that way, down to the microscopic microscopic things like family mm. you know just everything starts to unravel you know where mm. it's where you start to think about like you don't behave in certain ways because we got to keep this family together but it's like this family sucks dog. let's just mm. let it go you know an you know? extra dark layer on on top of that that i was thinking about literally just the other day it was just like the disgusting 
insulting layer, like the cherry on top, especially when it comes to to business firms and institutions, is that so much of the time, the systems set up for extraction that they're 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 sucking every part of you for capital. Um, the people that are bankrolling it don't even need it could they, it could bomb tomorrow. Oh yeah. yeah. In fact. They don't care if it bombs. Could not give a shit. They don't give a fuck. And the people higher up in the hierarchy also don't give a fuck because whatever they're making is going to get them to where they need to go just yeah. long enough to keep going. And if it all collapses and the people that put their blood, sweat, and tears into it at the beginning get swept by the wayside, so be it. Chapter six, oh. let's try again. Look, I made yeah. about... Yeah. I made about I don't know. I made five five percent on that investment. On to the next one. You're it was fun me, while it lasted. You're telling me Sequoia Capital just sees me as another line item? Right. <laughs> right. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, in in terms of like creativity, it's just like there are so many barriers to just making shit. If that makes sense, there's so many lo- like layers of like approvals and mm. uh, notes and all of these things. When you can have a little bit of that mentality like take what's good about that mentality and say we can just make shit and if it fails we can try again yeah but there's because we're so arrested by the ideas of those returns and uh of things that have worked in the past we don't people feel like you can't just make shit and if it fails try again and obviously that there there's something to be said for like there's obviously something to be said for resources and like uh everybody's not privileged enough to just try something and you know there's something to be said for like austerity that keeps people from doing those things but the reality is like if you have and even if you don't have you people are resourceful about certain things you can just try shit and if it fails you can move on you know and like i think about like the ways that arrests are not just like artistic creativity but creativity in all ways like in just in terms of like television Mm. I remember attempting to pitch a TV show and I gave up on it so quickly. I got, I got sick of it. And the, what was supposed to be a pep talk that I was given. And this was on a show that I had had done the podcast for years already. And I was tired of just the idea. And I was like, just put it on TV. It'll be good or it'll be bad. I don't care. Mm -hmm. And I gave up on it. And the pep talk I was given was, you know, this person uh, pitched their show for seven years before it was on TV and they just believed in it the whole time. And they just kept, they just stuck with it. And uh, and then they finally got it on TV. And you'll obviously it was canceled after one season, obviously. And I'm just like just the <laughs> amount of leverage they get just from having you waste that much time not doing mm. shit, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and the amount of like concerted effort on just actually one. not even not even effort but just like it's almost it's just a byproduct of how shit works that you just waste so much time thinking it's gonna work out for you yeah. i under this logic you know i i just want to that extra you know we were saying asking why and what for that that question goes even to some of these self-identified business owners and people that are starting business ventures and whatever it's like i would really hope that that for wherever people are at in their their political 
you know, journey and education or whatever, for people who are realizing what exploitation actually is and how capital operates, I really hope more people can be nudged to a different kind of action just by internalizing that notion mm. that these business failures are like nothing to some of these some of these yeah. people. So for you to be defining your your value and your identity as a human being by what you do for institutions that are just that right. is yeah. degrading and yeah. is dehumanizing. And this doesn't even change for some of the more privileged people that are starting some of these businesses. And I'm not talking about the the people the heads of Apple or these mega corporations. You know, this is this is medium to you know smaller size firms or whatever. You know, it's like for capital, for profit accumulation to be the end of everything that you're doing with other people is degrading and dehumanizing. Right. Mm-hmm. Just to get a bigger number that they could they could have just typed it out. Why is that? Why? Like, ask yourself that question. Why is that what it is? And some people might say, oh, well, it's there's capitalism. And so we got to, you know, we got to do this if we all want to survive together. On a, it's like, well, if that's if it was about survival, wouldn't you take the surplus that you have to build the infrastructure for everybody doing this work to be secure and safe and not have to live from a place of scarcity? Oh, but right, then you would have right. to then you would have to trust the people that you do work and you do labor with, and maybe you don't want to do that. Right. And why? Right, why right. don't you want to do that? <laughs> and are you still on the hamster yeah. wheel and and stressed out though? You're still stressed out, and you're still saying it's about survival, and we got to do. So what? Like that's that's another contradiction that I really yeah. want people to think about. You and, know, and to so, dial back to the uh, point from earlier regarding worker ownership, it's like if you take that same logic and the workers own the means, but they maintain, they keep that little nugget of right. We have to just produce, we have mm -hmm. to advance, we have right. to do all these things. Then we we've gotten nowhere. Yeah, right. You know, we're degrading the earth to the exact same degree. Uh, but it and it's and arguably, exploiting yourself it's, and exploiting yourself, yeah. and it's arguably. It's arguably worse because now people can't say shit to you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because now you've supposedly achieved this thing that you that you say is good. You know. Wanted. You know that you wanted for this long, and and people can't. You and there's no there's no way for people to argue with you because they don't know another alternative. You and know? I'll say it because this was the alternative allegedly. I'll say too. You know, it's again not to get into a semantics thing, but maybe it's not you're not technically exploiting yourself in the textbook term, but there is a fucking boss inside of your head mm -hmm. <laughs> that you're just like we say, you know, kill the cop in your head. There's a boss in your head yeah. and capital invert that vertical growth is the end. That's it. It's the vertical. Yeah. It's the vertical. It's not expanding horse, you know, like socially liberated space or helping people meet these more and more people meet these social ends and in coexisting with each other. No, it's like we're in this vessel and it has to keep growing vertically. Yeah. But none of us are being dicks to each other, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bro, you know, be your own boss logic. <laughs> I don't remember when it struck me as really dark, but there was a point when there was a very explicit moment mm -hmm. when it did it was just like it just clicked like that's just not like, an escape it seems, could you just yeah, be your own yeah, boss yeah. i don't i don't i don't have the energy to oppress you could right, you just exactly. like do it yourself like i'm so tired the, the thing <laughs> that 
you made me yeah. think about when you're talking about the failures and you go like any business guy who's like an influencer now is gonna have a video where he's like i i failed 12 businesses before yeah, i got right. here oh yeah and i always return to this kind of idea where it's like the most it's like ironic it's like the most standout sort of disruptive whether it be in the creative field or entrepreneurship with businesses or whatever the most they had space like right they're yeah. describing right. a liberated right free thought free creative right. For space an individual. yeah right. or like a group a tiny group. you're the like it's despite this the way it works that's why it that's why it you know that's right. why they at apple or or whatever like you know pixar whatever like these these really ingenious things they happen because someone put up a ton of bread expected right. nothing in return right yeah and right. basically created a mini world <laughs> right um and then of course immediately started extracting shit out of that but right. plus the affordances of already public funded infrastructure and technology right right yeah, yeah. right exactly yeah so it's just like you're we're just describing doing what you're doing without the hypocritical system like everywhere around it you know we're, we're talking about <laughs> creating that space and that's just it it's just yeah. there yeah right yeah <sighs> yeah there's like there's so many there's so many layers to it um and uh yeah i can't i can't help but feel like the the guiding like instinct in me is to just keep kind of zeroing in on the the seeds of the mess that we're in mm -hmm. yeah and hoping that cuz when you're talking about how you know each week when we have a conversation it's like there's a there's a switch that deepens sort of like an understanding yeah. you already have yeah i think that's an outgrowth of first internalizing the logic yeah of conceiving of what the alternative can be mm -hmm. but that that's informed by understanding the roots of the hellscape that we're in mm -hmm. and yeah. the roots aren't in capitalism right. the roots predate capitalism yeah. capitalism is a is a a development out of those social roots right. you know it's like what i always say is you know it's social with material implications you know right and like that's the that's the kind of conversation i feel like we gotta we gotta keep happening you know in order for people yeah. to start really yeah. in, internalizing well, you were saying, i think it was last episode you're like you used to be more like you'd be reading geopolitical articles for mm -hmm. hours and then now you're more at the ground level and i feel like so we're getting better and better and better at is bringing it straight to the ground, simple but holistic. You right. Know? It's not right. disregarding the bigger picture no. of what's going right. on. I, I don't know if he was <clears throat> completely right, but there's this um, talking about Dutch leftist culture. Actually, there's mm -hmm. there's one guy right now, um, Abel Abelman Brewers. He's like part of this hang youth, uh, which means just like hanging out youth, kind of like yeah. punk band, anarchist mm -hmm. punk band, mm -hmm. and he's been pretty good at like speaking to somebody that is and he was saying like capitalism isn't selling something for money like a bit like if you make a bread and you sell it to somebody that's not capitalism capitalism is believing that people are inherently bad and need to be protected from themselves mm -hmm. and he's yeah. like and so and the opposite of that is just starting to believe in love and trusting people and yeah. i don't know if he's right about that that is what capitalism <laughs> is but i like the focus of it yeah, 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 right. of like, he's definitely trying to simplify <laughs> yeah, as much yeah. as possible and yeah. getting rid of the ism and of like you know like don't worry about it. it's just like 
the system right now makes us all feel like we shouldn't trust ourselves because we're bad and we need to protect ourselves from ourselves. Like people can't be trusted. Like yeah. let's, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, and we need to do the opposite. It's like, I mean, yeah. I can see what it, where that's coming from in like the social contract theory, I guess. And yeah. Like that. Yeah. My, like, my, my nuanced sort of like response to that would is a, is related to what I always say, which is sort of, to put it another way is like, yeah, I don't like everybody. <laughs> Not everybody likes me. Some people yeah. want me dead just off of how I look, you know, in this world, in in this country. So it's like, it's so hard. We can get you new glasses. People, a guy came up and he put a gun to my head. He said, you look like David Cross. I want to blow your brains out. I'm going to blow your brains out. But it's like, yeah, it's and I'm I'm saying that to say <laughs> I'm saying that to pull on this this idea of like chosen community if we want to call yeah. it that you know of like yeah when we're saying we can, we can do it ourselves and we can tr- you know we can we can trust each other it's like it's not everyone can just trust everybody no, yeah. no, no. Right. it's saying that there are people out in this world who at the end of the day, share the same baseline, foundational, fundamental human values that we do. And because of that, we can cultivate a trust with each other. And then we can learn how to live free together. Yeah. You know, it's a little bit more nuanced, but like, I, I know that yeah. he's probably, that's what he's, yeah. he's just trying to get, get people in. Get to the yeah. trust part and like rebuilding right. that yeah. and starting right. from there and starting from the relationship part and like, right, right. Well, it's like, it, just like that story with your cousin. I mean, it's like, it literally is. It doesn't take much to, like, break that. Like, yeah. like, I was saying it to my parents, and um, one of them was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I think people are just, like, naturally, you know, just the classic line. And I was <laughs> yeah. just like... I was like, maybe they have been, but what if we what if we could all consciously choose not to be despite yeah. that? And it was just kind of like, oh. You know, that's <laughs> that like... Sick. Yeah. That's really all... It's like... Yeah, I mean, that's what's striking about it is, like, at... I mean, that's best-case scenario, I think, but that's, like... Right. It's a reflection of all the scenarios that exist. Like, most mm-hmm. people, if they don't say that, if, they, if they're not like, oh, huh, never thought about that, most people don't have a response. Yeah. Because they haven't thought about that not right. being true. Right. They haven't considered the possibility that people are just, oh, we're not all selfish. Yeah. And even when we are selfish, we can be that way communally and mm-hmm. think about our communal needs and still meet our own needs. Oh. I competition I don't have like is their god like that's their belief like, yeah they the, cannot let go of it yeah they're just that would like, fundamentally change they're like, every well, fucking if we do thing. every if we do everything communally if we like meet all our needs and then ex- extrapolate that out into the rest of the world like how do we have football right i'm i'm thinking about this funnily <laughs> enough in relation to like the design landscape and competition between like designers whether whether they'll address it or verbalize it or not but just like the the sports mentality, I feel like exists. Well, and this, <laughs> and this, the scarcity mindset yeah. of like, yeah. well, right, I, right, if right, I don't right. do it, then he might do it, right. they might do it, yeah. and she might do it, and then I don't have it, and you know, there's only so much. Like, and, and never ask, get it for myself. And never ask, does it need to be done? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. There's and also, I, I mean, what we were talking about before of like the the mess or some. I don't know. I forget where it came from, but basically, this sort of like trying to stay in the mess of it also i think is really interesting like this sort of um yeah that it it's not all one thing or the other you know Mm -hmm, like even if we're saying this like of 
you know, it's about leading more with love instead of distrust or more trust. And dis- like, that doesn't mean like all it takes is like, we just got to lead with love. Yeah. <laughs> but just right. because that's not enough also doesn't mean that we shouldn't lead with love. You know, yeah, like, exactly. and I, I do feel like the cognitive, there's cognitive dissonance and then there's sort of like, almost it feels to me sometimes like, um, like our cognitive evolution of like, we're so, so fucking bad at, sort of staying in that non-binary space mm. like my brain also just always wants Categorical to like thinking, you know you hear taxonomies. yeah exactly yeah, yeah. like you hear that something is not nothing well then it must be everything it's not everything right, then it yeah. must be nothing right, right and i feel like i almost feel like there might be a a chance to like push ourselves consciously also what you said like well despite that if, what if we try to not be that mm-hmm. like yeah. what i think we can try to not think in these binaries and yeah it almost feels like there could be another cognitive evolution where our brain clicks into being better at thinking like this. Because it yeah. does feel hard sometimes, but well, I think yeah, that's where the right. truth really lies. One of the biggest, right. like, you know, dichotomies, not, no pun intended, but it is gender. I mean, it really is mm, like, yeah. like that, that also oh my God. interrogates <laughs> patriarchy. So it's like, we're actually <sighs> doing the most ancient, difficult, we're interrogating the most ancient, dif- give me fired up. <laughs> you're interrogating the most me act up kind of you're interrogating yeah. the most ancient hierarchy system which is patriarchy apart from yeah. just physical violent domination patriarchy first yeah. before you have the material change of you know like whatever socialism whatever yeah. like so i think that's why that's that's freaking the fuck out of people yeah because it is basically um anti-essentialism it's like mm-hmm. we're not yeah. just gonna distill everything down to a category because categorization a lot of times is violence when we have yeah. these like relations so yeah it's like why do they need to know that i have that the texts are green what is that for what does that information do <laughs> what is the value of that you know well, what I'm saying? you see people co- are collective and then someone comes in and ruins it <laughs> with the green bubble hey hey I, okay i hear you i hear you and i'm gonna offer a counter argument fuck your little group chat yeah <laughs> fuck your little i message but that's my community that's- <laughs> yeah you don't yeah. have to trust everybody you could just trust people with i <laughs> you just like people with i message it's enough yeah yeah i i could it is really funny that it literally simulates an invasion <laughs> you just come in and <laughs> just destroy the community yeah iphone should have an animation where all the bubbles go ah they scream like the evangelion <laughs> angels and they all crack and yeah green. right um no yeah like i'm i'm really trying to look for this it's gonna bother me if i don't find it um she was an Italian anarchist in like, this is like the late 1800s and her, the crux of a lot of her writings were not just about like hierarchy, but categories, like as a, as another source of like yeah. <laughs> problems. Mm, yeah. And like, it's perfect that you brought up just gender, like yeah. on that point, because if you really think about it, you know what is the what is the point of gender right even you could even argue for for sex like categories of sex like we know it's not a binary on either front and that ultimately they're both socially constructed in different ways mm-hmm. and uh on the on the sex point i'm just i'm alluding to intersex mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. people um but like why like why is it 
what is it there for? That what are those categories there for? Well, they can, well because they we gotta have different swimming uh, leagues, <laughs> right? People gotta be. Able They're to, there so you don't have full gotta, autonomy over yourself. That's why they exist. Yeah, right. Because you can't do whatever you want to yourself. I'm 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 really <laughs> like I'm I'm putting this question to people who might be watching and have never thought about this before. Mm-hmm. Really think about it for a second. Even the the liberal people who identify as mm. feminists or or whatever yeah uh and they'll be they'll be like that's too that's too far when you're talking about gender and sex and like right. that's you know i res- i respect you but that has no scientific grounding or or whatever but it's like think about what those categories inherently do right for you like in terms of just getting in the way of us recognizing mm, our yeah. mutual humanity mm-hmm why do like why do <laughs> why do i have to say that i'm a man or does mm. someone have to say that they're a a, a woman uh yeah <laughs> like, I mean, for bro. any any reason <laughs> like you know what what is the point it's like it's control it's domination yeah. i mean that's yeah that's the answer is it's like if you can if you can categorize people usually say when they're talking about like people of different racial and ethnic di- uh, identities of like oh you know like they're 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 trying to keep us you know separated we got it we got it you know like yeah we got to unite (laughs) we got to unite through class you know that's like that's really what it's about take the most racist people of every race (laughs) 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 no but it like it gets at it gets at this this thing of like yeah you 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 can't um you can't ignore that the the divisions that are already existing but it's like how far are we r- really willing to like interrogate yeah. those divisions yeah. and where they right. lie? I mean, bro, I I joke about the the swimming thing or sports in general, but like, and I've said this before, but I really believe that's the la- like one of the last vestiges of like national mm. nationalist fervor that's just so deeply ingrained in people where they're just like, right. we can't, we have to have, we got to have the leagues, yeah, and w- we're, I mean. Just in terms of like, let's say women's sports, like where it feels like um, we've come so far in advancing just women being in space, in public space in general, mm. where it feels like that's something you have to defend, like hard line, like, right. like for yeah. a better example, like women's wage labor, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. where it really sprouts out of this, out of this reality that like television made being in the house seemed bad and being in the workplace seemed good. Mm. And so it felt like uh it felt like a step in the right direction for women to now enter the workplace and become wage slaves. <laughs> On that. Anna Maria Mazzoni is her name. Okay. No, uh, she I mean yeah. she was yeah. she was actually for for um I'll read the Wikipedia. You say yeah. Anna Maria Masui? <laughs> Mazzoni. It's directly related to what you're just saying. It's yeah, commonly okay. held as the founder of the women's movement in Italy. One of the roles she is most known for is her pivotal involvement in getting women's suffrage in Italy. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. And so those those things seem appear as though they're these like um, kind of sacred advancements in uh, women's rights, and but they kind of completely miss the mark. You yeah. know. I've and well, when obviously, they become the measure thing, or it's sort of like when the measure becomes the goal kind of thing. It's like. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. And there's also um, damn. What it's like matriarchy as a response to patriarchy. Mm. It's like yeah, like yeah. women should be and equal, like, so they should be in jobs. But now it's like women need to be working 
that sort of like becomes yeah. a protected thing. Yeah, and there's that like uh I mean equality is a good word to use, I think, like because it's in equivalence as opposed to like an actual nuance like, to freedom. Understand freedom. Yes. That's why yeah, I said exactly. matri- matriarchy in response to patriarchy. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like the extreme. Yeah. That's like the logical extreme of that sort of like track yeah you know? right 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 it's just like lady the lady boss yes you know, yeah. exactly yeah. a and, lady boss <laughs> yeah right yeah right like matriarchy as opposed to mattress-centricity you know mm. which is hmm? i would just say freedom to For, like, young yeah. metro like, i mean just to like in terms of like a d- <laughs> well because look look <laughs> it's, it's, it's matro booming it's on the it's on the gender point it's like if yeah. we're all oh, if we are if we're living in a in a world if we're living in a world where we actually recognize each other's humanity and we we are living as humans, there's no point in gendering anything. Right. There's no. There's just no point. Gender only serves to, di- you know, div- yeah. But how will I know what butt wipes to buy unless <laughs> I turn gay? Right. I need to yeah. buy the right. No, it's like part. it's so it's so deep. Like the implications yeah. are so fucking deep. Yeah. You know, it like really. Yeah, it's really important, I think, to think about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a a joke I used to do. I haven't done it in a while, but not shit. I don't know. About, like, there was a, I think it was Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson at one point said, like, trans people are the downfall of society. And then the joke was, like, that's fucked up for them to say. But, like, it's only bad if you believe society is good. Mm. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And, Mm. like, in truth, it's true in the sense that, like, once you oh, start, it's the disruption of uh, well, yeah, it's the, the of it's the disruption of those like right. hierarchical categories. That, right. that yeah, is about yeah. yeah that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is the it's, downfall of the Western world, and you're like, <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Like, it's the right owning itself or something. You know, it's almost yeah, like, yeah, right, right. like yeah. it just, I don't know how true they are. <laughs> just like the downfall of the. Did world, y'all see man? that Zach Levy or Levi? I guess Levy is yeah. like an anti-vaxer. Who is that? The guy on the Shazam movies who was in that fucking... What's that nerd show where he's like a nerd? <laughs> Big Bang? Theory? No, it's the one where he's like, I'm Chuck or whatever. Chuck? Maybe. <laughs> There's a show called Zach Chuck. Zach Levy was in it, though. And he's in all the Shazam movies. Eh, y'all don't know. <laughs> Cut it out. No, <laughs> no, leave it. Cut it for time. <laughs> We're trying to keep these short. <laughs> Anyways, he was just on Rogan, and and Rogan was just like uh, talking about Jordan Peterson, was just like just casually dead naming Elliot Page while describing why Jordan Peterson's yeah. not on Twitter. Um, and it was just it was just a that's, funny clip. That's, see, one of that's a part of the a part of the dark irony is like is so many men in this moment. You know, we've talked about it already. Some of it's in the, what they call the manos, manosphere or whatever. Yeah. But just like this thing of like, look at how look at how society treats us. Look at how you know women treat us, and yet they're they're just hell bent on holding on to and preserving gender. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the gender it's, it's binary, binary to, right? just not even just the gender binary. Well, they use it to reinforce it. It's like it's you have the same again. It's just a matter of the same information, different values, you know, because a lot of they start with these uh, like we talked about was that convenient half truths where the, a lot of these things are true about mm. uh, 
whether it's men's mental health, loneliness, uh, how people right. treat men and all it, just how patriarchy affects us in general. But then they take that and say, well, we need to take this and inflict it on yeah. women, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which is a women, which is a distinct category that there's no variation whatsoever within yeah. or without, you know? Mm-hmm. But start with like the right analysis and then be like, you're like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. Exactly. Yeah. And then they go, so we need to double down on that. Exactly. <laughs> what? Exactly. Well, yeah, it's I, like, who, who do I oppress if I don't know your gender? I can't <laughs> figure it out. A part of it is, hey, what am I going to go by race? <laughs> a part of it is definitely the, uh, the, the, cognitive dissonance thing that's becoming a cliche on this show now um cognis but i think it's also something inherent in gender roles as a whole it's like it's called a role to do pull a Mm. krs one it's called a gender role for a reason my brother Mm -hmm. you know you you from the time you're you fucking come into this world you're you're told this is what you're supposed to do this is how you act and so now in this moment there's almost like this type of like the social cultural crisis happening for some men where that role that they've played or that is it makes up their idea of themselves is now hitting this these contradictions and these tensions mm-hmm. yeah you know it's like well you're you're rightfully you know, communicating about how you feel oppressed and how you feel like there's these values and expectations that are being put on to you, but you're you're unable to connect that to mm-hmm. patriarchy as a system right. and unable to connect that to these 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 binaries and power mm-hmm. more broadly, you know? Dog. I saw a tweet that said, if the dick slip out the pussy, whose job is it to put it back in? And I that's Wow. <laughs> That, like, is, bro. that distills Twitter in like literally. <laughs> it distills Twitter. What and, they're concerned and, and about. It distills like how far are we trying to go with this with these fucking gender roles, bro? Right. How Whose far do we have to prescribe this shit what? before you realize? I'm still processing. Duh. Just don't even Duh. bother. Don't even bother. <laughs> don't even. <laughs> they were bro, they serious. As far as I know. Like if it's the guy a, does even if, it a, even if it was a joke, it was like them saying, "No, this is ridiculous. Hey, right. This is ridiculous." Right. Hey, fellas, is, is it, it gay, gay to be you the going one to put the dick back in? You going to put your own dick back in somebody else's pussy? Come on, wow. bro. You see, you see how it, it's literally a spiral, like for everyone. Again, it's this. Yeah. it's this fucking spiral. This dichotomous thinking shit. Literally across all identities, we're all just thinking that this is all that there is. So we got to pick one. Yeah, we right. got to choose one, and it's and it's dog eat dog. So someone's got to be on top, right? You well, know, right. and if we we're gonna def- be equal, we're gonna be equal in the oppression. We're gonna be equal in the hierarchy and domination. Right. But wait, that that doesn't that doesn't work for some reason because mm-hmm. there's already an imbalance because of the history of the social systems of domination that we're shaped out of. Fuck, like Duh. what are we what are we gonna do? It's like why don't we? Just try and think. Of, yeah. yeah, get rid of it. Well, Nation states, the fucking. <laughs> I think gender. I think that's what, like, part of there not being um, any, you know, alternative path, imagination, solution, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. It it th- when you when you don't have that, it allows for that. Um, you know, uh, what do they always say we have in this country? Polarization. We're polarized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It allows for that polarization to like build its charge yeah, because right. when I was a you know far more younger, ignorant man, the frustration, you know, going to basically I I started I went to film school, art school basically at twenty thirteen, which I 
think 2012, 2013, there was a shift. I think that was because I watched it happen. Yes, it coincided with me going to college and being exposed to all these things, but mm-hmm. I truly feel like, in general, I watched something start to happen, mm-hmm. and it was a social awareness and awakeness and consciousness to a degree, but it was very like liberalized and it still mm-hmm. is. But I think I can remember the frustration. This is why I like do understand this to a degree. Was like, dude, I've had to literally survive this my whole fucking life. And then you're just going to tell me that's not how the fucking way shit is. Mm-hmm. When I've yeah. had to die over, th- I've had to bleed over this shit. Yeah. Patriarchy, gender roles, all these things. I've had to kill myself to conform to these things. And you're just going to say, you're just going to say easily they have no bearing in reality. Right. Right. That's where the, that's not real life messaging comes from. Right. right. I had to live through this pain. That's the reality of it. You live in La La Land. You're protected from it. And it's like, it's because... I think mm. that so often young men are are told the negative. There's nothing positive to gain out of these liberating re- yeah. reshaping of right. You know, yeah. And it's like that's important. It's like yeah. no no no. You the fucking jock from Wisconsin are going to be more free mm. if someone right. has full body autonomy. You yeah. will be. You yeah. just will be. Right. And it's right. hard because like the freedom part is not focused on, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. And we're in a system where so much of, uh, I mean, to look at Amsterdam and how all of those exploitative things are externalized, like you said, mm. it's like we're in such a position where we we assume somebody has to suffer for us to, you know, for us to be, I guess, good or, so, mm-hmm. you know, for shit to get better, you know? Yeah. I had a longer point, but I don't remember what the rest of it is, so I'm going to let somebody else talk. You were talking, you were just talking about f- the freedom point and how people that's like not brought up. Like, I would argue it's never brought up. Mm, it's like yeah, almost, yeah. almost never brought up. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's brought up, it's like a footnote. Cause when you're saying freedom, what are you talking about? Yeah. And in this like neoliberal hellscape that we're in, the 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 ceiling of the conversation kind of just it stops around identity and then freedom is it's like in it's like asterisk this is about this is about us being free and equal as human beings yeah you know but it's like it's mostly we're talking we're talking about gender and the gender binary and whatever it's people talking about pronouns and whatever it's like what happens when the conversation is like a part of this more holistic picture where labor, the land, <laughs> all the stuff we talk about, all of it converges, community converges. Yeah. That's where the expression of humanity exists. That's where the practical sort of like application of, you know, like, yeah, we should re- we should respect each other and we should whatever. But like until there's a liberated space in which we can start to live differently around the things that we love around our identities and like be be at peace people aren't going to have anything to grasp or or wrap their mind around when you're when you're coming to them talking about one layer of the this freedom conversation when it's around gender or it's around cap class capitalism or whatever it's like yeah I keep coming back to this thing. Like people have to see the holistic picture and there has to be people who get the holistic picture and have a holistic alternative that they're trying to put forward and move on for us to actually get to a place where this, this conversation carries more weight. It's not just about, Hey, don't, you know, uh, don't offend that person or, Hey, get that person that 
looks like this and claims this identity in higher up in the hierarchy so that it's it's just more fair and it yeah. makes it look like we're doing a better thing it doesn't it's, have to it doesn't have to be about endlessly um comparing and equivalating different acts to try to balance out reality you know what i'm saying to just balance out the world if that makes sense right you know it doesn't yeah. have, we don't have to spend right. the rest right. of history right. oh, it's like trying to find yeah trying to find a yeah right and i've been like I've been like on the fence about whether to bring this up, but I feel like the points have converged to try to maybe make this point. But uh, if you all, I'm sure you all are aware of the situation, Tyra Nichols and another black man mm -hmm. was killed by police. Mm -hmm. And I, it feels like almost like, obviously people are still talking about it, but almost it feels like just a blip in yes. time that people were really energized about it like the first day yeah and then i guess the cops got uh have been arrested and are being charged and that whole situation has been eerily it's, undercovered by media yeah and it's been um it's also been clouded by the fact that the cops are black which is a different which is another conversation but also i i remember seeing that the cops got arrested and thinking like people are gonna think this is enough somebody's gonna think this is enough mm -hmm. you know and i i i saw a video earlier today of a cop i don't know if he was like a sheriff or commissioner or some shit um talking about the cost benefit cost benefit analysis of killing a person versus uh versus injuring them and saying you kill them this th this a three million dollar payout to the family and that's it and then if you injure them you got to take care of them the rest of your life the rest of their life and it's the fact that they are making these equivalences with people's lives and we think that we can go out and march for a couple hours inevitably get bottlenecked into a fucking police kettle or some shit and that's gonna be enough and we can just do that every day and eventually they'll see that we're trying uh or that we want things to change and they'll just change them so we we could either do that for the rest of history and look for empty justice, which is that equivalent uh, that equivalence shit, or we can start actually talking about creating the conditions for this to never happen again. Right. You know. And can I say something on that point? It's like think about all the pieces that make up freedom, mm -hmm. at least yeah. for us. Right, it's not just shit around your identity. <laughs> yeah, it's around you know, it's like psychological, it's social, right? It so it requires like, other people. It requires yeah. other people. It requires land. It requires mate material things. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, what sense does it make to cat like this? It's I'm really thinking about Sapolsky again. It's like the being stuck in the bucket. What what sense yeah. does it make? to just grab on to one one thing, one issue or one part of how you're being exploited or oppressed and kind of just that's a part of the distraction. Yeah. You know, like and it is it is hard. It's hard to wrap your mind around more like multiple things at the same time. Yeah. But I feel like the community building piece is that's where it can practically you can start to piece it all together and the yeah. other thing i wanted to say on the on the just on the gender thing too because we especially i'm sorry like in, in like from the black the perspective of being black 
and uh you know a black man uh it's like you can see all the ways in which we carry the it's like you see the the white what the white men do and then we we just do the same thing like in our context so it's yeah. like like for example i'm thinking about this on the the gender and and the, the sex thing like how many black men talk about freedom as a virtue or wanting to be free or liberation or whatever but the second you come to them around these these conversations mm. around gender or patriarchy or whatever mm. wait like wait a second wait hold on like hold on that's different that's different right and it's like my my appeal another part of my appeal and it transcends you know identity at a certain level is you know, if you if you want if you want this for yourself, think about <laughs> acknowledge the fact that other people <laughs> have to have it too, right? Yeah. And then think about the ways in which all of us could have it together. That's when we're talking about humanity. That's when we're talking about humanization of all peoples. Right. And we, if you can start thinking in that way, you can start to see why gender these categories don't fucking make sense. Mm -hmm, right. You can actually see, oh, that just gets in the way because otherwise I'm just, regardless of what you look like, and I'm not talking about just race and ethnicity, I'm talking about, you know, people even saying like femme and mask, talking about femininity and masculinity, right. all of these things serve, it's, it's serving to dehumanize mm -hmm. at a certain level. Because yeah. you should be able to look at somebody no matter what they fucking look like and be like, that is, a, that is an autonomous, self-determining human being right and whether then, they want to yeah. fuck me or not whether they want to have kids whether they whatever they do with their body and this could extend yeah. to life all life forms you know, and, you know yes eventually. yes eventually. exactly yeah. yep and then you realize the category the, the the categories it's like wow what a big ass uh net to cast male female that's a big Two? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> two. Two? Eight billion. Two. Whoa. Whoa. That's crazy. Yeah. That's what you really you really internalize. You're like, whoa, what? No, that doesn't you make sense. You know what's sense. cooler than 8 billion? Two. <laughs> two. No, no, no. You can only be two things. That's not exciting. Yeah. yeah. That was so funny to me. Even when people were trying to say there were like 100 distinct genders or however many, it was just like, can we just move past? Yeah, it's move like past gender. Past the... Let's move past it. Yeah. It's like, maybe there's not a there's... Star Wars canon. Maybe it's just what you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> maybe all canon is head canon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn, I'm trying to get some of that. Um, no, but uh, <laughs> um, okay, but what you were we're still boys, folks. The, still boys. Um, but I think that's like a good mental exercise. Is like, oh, yeah. just imagine you are good. Everyone around you is good. What's the point of this? That yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. what does this serve when you? are good like right you know what does your fucking phone social media serve when you have a community right honestly like right. what and what know? do you what what good do you gain from approaching every person in your life with some pre preconceived notion that's not based on who they actually are as right. a human know? yeah like you i'm know? like it is just like you know, if they just only had comments instead of likes, like, you know what I mean? Like, that'd be basically half the battle right there. It's like, it's just about talking and hanging out. It's not about, like, quantifying the shit. It's like, fuck. Right. Anyways, 
I want to say on that point too, like, you know, I, with all of that said, I, you know, even still set, like describing myself as a man or whatever, I was talking about this, you know, cause she's queer. And like, we, we were just having a conversation about, you know, this, uh, it's like a really sort of like controversial. I didn't know that by the way. <laughs> it's a really, it's a, it's a, it's a really controversial, controversial thing. And I'm sure like you, you've heard like queer heterosexuality as like a concept, mm. but you know, like I, just to be clear, like I think gender is, is bullshit, but I still find myself yeah. using these descriptors, you know, to make it easier you know to to yeah. just make it a more more simple for this you know in in discussion or whatever you said right. queer heterosexuality i've heard of that well yeah it's like a it's it's um it's like it's like a critique of how heteros are kind of using queer to like well, some well, people are well, saying they're like it is a, the debate it, mm-hmm. it's it's the debate it's not uh, there's there's critique in there but there's also support in there so it's like there's people who feel like you know if you're if you still live by some of these like heteronormative right. whatever, but yeah. you're being subversive and you and you actually right. don't agree with them, then that's a good thing. And then there's other people who feel like, well, you're you're benefiting from like proximity to like queer struggle right. and reality right. and whatever. Right. I mean, that's another part of why I just I don't I I still say, oh, I'm a man or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah. it makes you wonder. It's like how would language how would even these conversations change right if we could yeah. if we could get past gender yeah not just i'm, I'm gonna keep reiterating not just the gender binary gender period right how right. does language change how do we like not just talk to each other how do we fucking relate to each other right. how does that how does that you know and it's like a mind fuck to think about because we are living under patriarchy we're still living under yeah. male dominated systems right. and institutions right. that are violent and coercive and whatever um, and exist in you know queer spaces also. yeah Usually. that's what, that's what yeah. i was talking about with my dwell it's like that's how deep it's like what we were saying we're talking about systems and we're talking about a fucking it's like a mode of thinking mm-hmm. yeah how do we like we we're, we break through that mode of thinking and it's like what does that what does that mean for all of us like yeah after, i mean yeah. you know I'm I'm not there yet either because I also yeah still identify as a man, but a friend of mine, their answer I almost did it wrong, their answer <laughs> is to like embody it like they were just mm-hmm. they provoked me at some point being like with with a statement of like all men are rapists and it was sort of a, it was really a provocation mm, right there was obviously yeah. like a lot of layers to it but their point was basically like male culture ma- masculine culture mm-hmm. le- leads to rape right. culture yeah. right mm-hmm. that's why like not the gender or the sex or however you want to call it mm-hmm. of being a man is being a rapist but like not talking about your genitalia yeah, yeah. living yeah. up to be a man in the sort of typical way is yeah and their point basically was like they're now non-binary i mean i might be wrong if how about the, how, the, how they feel about their body but i think the main point was that right. they just don't want to identify as a right. man of yeah. that social construct of that right. gender role yeah. right and so the way to change that narrative change the conversation is to step into it not right. even as a man or a woman yeah. right and that and they're just like i'm now non-binary and they them right. and that's what i want to do and that's how i'm going to try to change the conversation yeah. even if it's just for myself right. right like they really didn't give a fuck for a while about their name or whatever they were just like i just want to for myself see what it does to to aspire to something different mm, right well, here's yeah. another thing 
how exciting the prospect of identities formed out of being a human being and the freedom and love yeah. that you experience not out of the contrast to whatever oppression you're experiencing right, right. like imagine right. the prospect of instead of everything that we identify being in yeah in contrast to something right it's like just I can't wait to see what, what it is. Yeah. What actual human organic masculinity Wants looks like. Yeah. The yeah. non-rape version. Because yeah. it exists. Yeah. Clearly, it, in a lot of in a lot of people, you find that. So how fun it would be to see when people aren't in this like violent scarcity logic, yeah. what comes out of them. All all forms, you know, and that goes for yeah. everything. Right. There's so much we're not getting out of it that could just it's sort organically of the, yeah. form. Right. It's sort of the the dawn of everything thing about like play chiefs and and like play chiefs and real freedoms right. versus real chiefs and play freedoms. It's sort of like mm. play yeah. identities. Like if we would go back to play identities, mm -hmm. yeah. how exciting if we could not take on identities because we downloaded them from the internet and we sort of like <laughs> let them be co-opted by our yeah, survival game bio. Yeah. but could just come up with whole new identities yeah. for yeah. a day or a month or whatever what we if feel they're, like what we, if there are things you identify with that you don't even have to state other people just see it because you're in community with them and your identity is a communal identity it's yeah. not yeah. just you know yeah. another thing I find helpful on the gender thing specifically too though is like thinking about how how many of the things we use to describe people uh, are inherently gendered that don't have to be yeah. you know it's like when you're saying it's like why is resiliency masculine right why right. is that why is that what we call masculine right. you know or like yeah. why is sensitivity feminine right. why is that considered fat or like yeah. some people who are clearly they're they're going against heteronormative values in some ways they're they're actually re reflecting them in other ways mm -hmm. right you know it's like yeah, it gets tricky, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. so you, you're it's a mind fucking. You're like, well, where is that coming from? Like that expression, where is that right. coming from? Is it coming from a human place, or is it coming from I want to be like look like a man place, right. or I want to look like f feminine place? And it's like our sexualities yeah. come out of like a lot of sometimes it comes out of trauma or like mm. right. comes out of imagine right. if they were informed by positive experiences or like <laughs> right. you know what I mean like right. Um, but yeah, I think that's true too. I think that there is still a clinging to something um, because that space isn't there, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, That's also true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But looking for freedom within a fucked up context. Um, what you just said reminded me of a joke. I think it was Chris Rock or <laughs> it was really not even a, it wasn't even really a joke. What talking about? There's two <laughs> types of genders. <laughs> What's with the gender binary, y'all? It's a spectrum, y'all. That's the Jimmy Fallon. I think this might have been when he was uh, hosting the Oscars at one point. It was just like, it was a simple question, but it was like, how has nobody thought of this? It was just like, why do they? Why do we need a separate category for best actor and best actress? Mm. It's acting, right? Mm. There's not yeah. even all the hangups of other gender no. shit to mm. to justify this category. No. Why does this exist? It's like a whole other. No, that shit is you know? really mm. fucking stupid. When you, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's the right? most yeah. that's... dumb, arbitrary <laughs> shit in it was like, the world. And the award for best lady acting goes to. So the we... only reason they don't do it in directing is 
Well, we all know why. <laughs> right. There's not, they just don't not enough. Yeah. 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 We cut the middleman out on that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. We do that on the front end. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like if you're if you identify as a man and you're finding yourself going, oh, look at these, what we're expected to do. Look at how violent, you know, this society is towards us. They treat our bodies like cannon fodder. Look at what these women expect out of us. Look, it's the women. The it's the women. It's like wrestle with this gender thing for one yeah. second for yeah. one second and google patriarchy mm-hmm. hit the wikipedia page for patriarchy. google patriarchy okay. <laughs> <laughs> well Think yeah and it. also consider like maybe uh both parties are influenced and programmed by it and right that doesn't yes. mean it's either one's fault right there we yeah. go right yeah, yeah. How, how long have we been going so for? So we've been going for here. four hours. This is <laughs> definitely a long it's one. It's literally, it's just hit three hours. Whew. Whew. Well, it was good. Thank you it for joining a, us. Thank you. I didn't mean to like get time. into an <laughs> ending vibe, but I just three hours. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> it's the first you three hour it. one in a minute. Too. And we yeah. started with no problems. It just, she got here. It was <laughs> just nothing. <laughs> no hangups, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. No Seamless. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah. Is there anything you want to promote? Anything you yeah. want to say to the people out there, Brian? They'll be like, yeah, what you... Look at the camera. Tell the folks what's going on. You're like, Brian, <laughs> subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine you if we all on? turned into Mr. Beast at the end of this and we're oh, just like, please oh, subscribe. We are giving away 4,000 <laughs> yeah. 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 I healed 4,000 sickly dudes. Yeah. Uh, shout out to my sponsors, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anything sponsored else? by? No, not really. I mean, yeah. talking about space, yeah, I'm looking into doing that in Amsterdam. I think space is a really important thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, in line with Spark, I think, um, and these and just Fuck, yeah. these type of we're gonna help as much as we can, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just That's like, so sick. We gotta have literal physical space. I gotta come to this damn. I gotta check it out. Yeah. Hell yeah. Gotta come to the damn. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I mean, hopefully I'm also moving in with my girl so now I can actually offer a, an apartment that's my own. So Hell own yeah. Chill. yeah. Congrats. Yeah. We got to rally more design folks, even more exactly. design yeah. folks yeah, yeah, yeah. this kind of Absolutely. Yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, we have a tradition where we clap out on every episode. And I'll be leading this one. A nice accessible pace for everyone. Let's practice what we preach, guys. I mean, let's come on. And he goes pulls the fucking Winnie in a two. Piece of shit. You're gonna clap with us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So his his hands were under the table. He was he was thinking about it. All right. One, two, three.